Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Be There in Five podcast. I'm Kate Kennedy, your host. I hope everyone had the happiest of holidays, wherever you were, whoever you were with, whatever you were doing, whether it was with other people or simply indulging in some self-care. I think that the end of the year is a great time to take a minute to reflect, to reset, to get ready for a new year. And, you know, I'm not one for resolutions, for arbitrary goals I'll hold myself hostage to. I just, you know, as time's gone on, I've just realized I'm not going to fundamentally change as a person. And I feel like I'm often setting myself up for, for failure. And, you know, I think we're all pretty hard on ourselves. I think we all have high standards for ourselves. And I think we all kind of fall subject to this, like, insanity as it relates to self-improvement. And while I think discipline, accountability, evolving, active decision-making in terms of where you want to, you know, how you want to move forward and and make changes is important. But I also think that um, sometimes we forget we're doing the best we can. Sometimes we forget that in the moment, the things we regret, we did them for a reason and that you really always can only be doing the best you can in real time. And even though out of context in the future and hindsight, it it might frustrate you. Remember that at that moment, you were trying to take care of your needs. And I think that we're all harsh enough on ourselves and where we are relative to others. And sometimes the new year should be less about nose to the grindstone and more about making your heart and mind first and foremost, the softest place to land. Because I think no matter what, we'll do our best this year and great things will happen. And, you know, starting it out with this incredible pressure to make immense changes, wouldn't it be great to start out the year kind of patting yourself on the back and being like, I'm proud of who I am. I'm proud of how far I've come. You know, well, fitness and health and, you know, nutritional regiments and, you know, career goals and all these things are important and and great things to focus on at any time of year if it's something you genuinely want. Just never forget to lead with the things you are and not the things you aren't. Uh, I think that's my hang up with a lot of uh, resolutions. It's we're, we're starting out the year acknowledging this incredible deficit that doesn't actually, you know, the thing you're working toward doesn't always actually have a ton of bearing on you know, your character, your values are the things that really matter in life. And I just want us to be proud of ourselves. You know, one of the hallmarks of my personality is uh, philosophical justifications to get out of things like going to the gym. So, you know, there's mine, take it or leave it. But anyway, this episode today is is super fun. It was supposed to come out earlier this week. Um, I was at my parents' house for the holidays. It was so much fun. It was glorious. I legitimately cried when it was over. Uh, I just I value the time so much. I love spending time with my family. I wish I could more often. I'm sure a lot of you relate to being the, the family member that lives far away. It sucks. Um, but all the same, it's such a beautiful, important thing to have everybody under one roof. And it was just so, so great. And I have a Patreon episode, a bonus episode. I got recorded with my mom. That's two parts. The first part's up on patreon.com slash be there in five if you want to listen. And I also recorded with my sister. Um, I caught her off guard one morning, which is the first part of this podcast. And, you know, people say to remember the reason for the season, and we Kennedys, of course, do. And by that, I mean we spent a great deal of our Christmas break swiping through Kelly's Bumble as an anthropological study. Now, you guys know I feel very strongly about not projecting onto people that they need a partner, about not over-focusing on somebody's relationship status. But 
you know, all of us, Kelly included, find it's so fascinating um, how people, you know, if you want to find somebody, if you want to date and you are on these apps, the choices you make of how you represent yourself are so fascinating and such an indicator of how like people really are so different and have such different motivations and intentions, senses of humor, personalities. And like, it's, it, it's at times hard to like comprehend. We were unsure about this episode because here's the thing. We don't, we, we don't want to come across bitchy. We don't want to come across judgmental. A, a lot of it is, is, is venting, is laughing, is seeing these things as totally objective and impersonal and having nothing to do with the actual people. We can't comment on people personally who we don't know personally. And Kelly and I didn't record like we we talk about my mom's um, Hallmark movie reviews, then we talk about, then I swipe through her phone for a bit, and then we were supposed to continue and talk about Bumble, but we act, we actually didn't because I didn't want at first like Kelly and I are sisters, we're probably pretty similar. I didn't want our um, opinions to like dictate what we're saying is right and wrong for bumble profiles so instead uh yesterday i crowdsourced from you guys on instagram what your bumble pet peeves are so that way we're talking about other people's pet peeves and not ours and just adding commentary so it's more representative of you know what i think is a cross-section of my listeners and we had hundreds and hundreds of submissions and i think once i was going through them i was like oh there are there are such specific specific things that if I heard in passing, I would think like, oh, that's just like one of your, you know, personal hangups. I'm, you know, I doubt anybody else cares. But what I was finding is like 25, 30 people were saying the same thing that like wasn't that intuitive. It was pretty specific. So we thought we'd continue recording about Bumble, um, but we had to do it over the phone. So just a heads up, the audio quality is, is it's touch and go at times. I am using a new program that is actually... It's pretty good. I have a little bit of work to do, but it will help if I can actually find a way to interview people on the phone, even though I've never done that because I firmly believe in person's important. Um, for having correspondence, sometimes I would really like it, though. This program's funny because it cuts, like, um, at a certain decibel level, I think, it cuts your, your mic out if the other person starts to talk, which is a good lesson in terms of not talking over people. But at times it makes it hard to hear like laughter. It makes our voices choppy. I feel like, I don't know, whatever, just, I care about sound quality. I want you to know I'm aware we're trying something new, but I figured it'd be fine. You know, this time of year is kind of weird anyway for listenership. So, uh, I figure we do something fun and different and just like piece together a couple different conversations. So listening back to this episode, I mean, it sounds like we are really, really nitpicking, but I just want you to keep in mind, we crowdsource these answers. We, you know, have our opinions kind of outside of it. But, um, and I, the other piece too, is I've never really wanted to dive into Bumble online apps because I think that something that I'm shocked, actually, nobody said this is a pet peeve, but if I were you, my pet peeve would be people like me thinking it's really fun because it's a source of immense frustration for a lot of people. It wastes a lot of people's time. And I think that 
people that aren't it's easy for people that aren't single to say that like oh this is hilarious let's swipe let's do this blah 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 because it it totally depends where you are kelly took a really long break we were having fun with it and um i wanted her to speak with me because she's the one that's been on so many of these dates and has has had so uh, such a vast range of experiences on you know as of now more probably negative than positive but the reason i say that is and the reason she's on is because i i think it's relatable and i hope that if you guys have these like hang and you're worried about being too picky or whatever, when you hear that, like, you know, hundreds of other people feel the same way, actually, if not thousands, I honestly didn't even get through all the responses. You guys are awesome for sharing with me. Um, when you realize people feel the same way, maybe you'll feel a little less crazy, a little less alone in this process. And I think sometimes when a lot of your, you know, friends are, aren't single or married or whatever, and you're kind of enduring this solo. I don't know. I I think Kelly at times is like, am I crazy? Like, this is awful. <laughs> like, am I crazy? These people, like, is this something other women want to see and like to see on profiles? But um, we thought maybe it would be fun if we just, like, go in and have a conversation like we would if we were sitting down at dinner swiping and complaining and let you hear it. And I just don't want people to think we're being bitchy or rude, but rather trying to... Uh, create a space where venting's allowed, where um, people's frustrations can be heard. And while there are so many happy endings, and I'm a firm believer in it being a numbers game and the importance of keeping going because it's so easy to project one isolated situation onto the other and say all apps are bad, all guys on X app are awful. You know, the reality is everybody is completely different. They are completely statistically uncorrelated and uh, it's important to maintain a level of clarity about what it actually is and what it isn't and I think for Kelly a big thing has always been to to be able to laugh and to be able to not take it as seriously and that when you really think about how we you know you can shop for men it's pretty wild and it's pretty fun and funny and I feel like I'm playing girl talk and I'm getting a date card and if they don't swipe back for me I will get a, a zit in the form of a red sticker and I've always loved these girly games. I definitely wasn't doing STEM, uh, you know, building engineer type toys in my youth. I was playing Pretty Pretty Princess. I was playing with that puppy that birthed other puppies. I was begging for a my size Barbie. I was playing, you know, Mall Madness and Dream Phone. And, you know, if I heard that cha-ching of that Mall Madness game and it was like, there was like this cha-ching and it was like some voice that was like, come on, girls, let's shop till we drop. Charge it. And I'd be like, Yeah. Who run the world? Girls at the mall. I, you know, like I just never. I, 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 I. Part of me is incredibly shallow. Part of me is incredibly intense. And I have always said on this podcast, I want to be able to have a, a space where we can um, both skim the surface and uh, out of nowhere take a you know magic school bus to the Mariana Trench. Uh, of of depth analysis and neurotic behavior and that be okay too. So I hope you enjoy this, uh, you know, somewhat superficial but fun nonetheless episode aptly titled Bumble All the Way. Anyway, um, well, speaking of that, we for like five, ten minutes, I think, we review Hallmark movies because uh, we all have these countdown to Christmas checklists because my family historically watches a bunch and we reviewed a bunch, especially before all this controversy went down and uh, my mom's reviews are pretty particularly funny but obviously in the past couple weeks like I'm incredibly disappointed with them and they're pulling their ads involving female love interests it's so 
quite frankly, pathetic and disappointing and definitely has changed my opinion of Hallmark quite a bit. And I just can't believe their leadership's so dense and closed-minded. It's like, get with the times. Be in the name of holiday spirit, but more importantly, humanity. Get on the right side of history. Goodness gracious. Um, Anyway, I just wanted to make that quick comment. We really hope you enjoy the episode. Kelly is the best for joining me. I know this is... (laughs) It's a tall order asking somebody to open up on a public podcast, but she cares a lot about you guys who have supported me and, um, I don't know, love her for it. So hope you enjoy. Don't take it too seriously. We're just having fun here, and I hope you guys have fun too. All right. Bye. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Be There in Five podcast. We are here bringing you hot takes on a cold morning. Creative. <laughs> Thank you. I am Kate Kennedy. With me is Kelly Kennedy. Hey, everyone. Friend of the podcast, my live show co-host, and person who was about to take a shower, and I said, absolutely not. Yep. I need you to podcast with me. Outside. You know, it's just, people love Kelly, and it's more fun to have a conversation. And while it will be more fun in about six or eight hours with wine, <laughs> we're going to do it in this cold morning light. It's great. I have, I'm on my third cup of coffee, and, and it's really warming me up out here. Kelly, do you have a good Christmas? You know what? I had a great Christmas. Yeah. Got down here Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. Got to spend some time with you and Greg. And mm-hmm. then our brother and fam all came down Christmas Day. And it's been so much fun. Did you make cookies? I made a few cookies. How many cookies? Um, A few hundred. A, f- a few hundred cookies? Is that not normal? For how many people? Well, I gave cookies out to some of my coworkers. Okay. And then I did cookie delivery to some of my friends and their kids. Uh, by hand? Yes. Did you wear a Santa hat or elf ears? Uh, one day. You wore a Santa hat? No, I was dressed uh, like a mischievous elf. I'm more I'm more into a look like a Judy from the Santa Claus. Remember last year's Christmas Spectaculars when I had the realization that uh, Shaken Not Stirred is from James Bond and not from and Judy not from, from the Santa Judy. Claus? <laughs> that movie's so good. It is so good. I also rewatched Home Alone when I was with Greg's family, and I did not like it as a kid because I really hated his older brother, Buzz, and I was really scared of burglars. But... So I hadn't rewatched it in probably 20 years. It's good. I haven't watched it in a long time. And you're not a huge fan of Home Alone. Yeah, no. Right. We weren't into it. I think we were like scared of all of the, for lack of a better term, mischief. Oh, probably. I was nervous that somehow by watching that, I would like get in trouble. Yeah, that makes a ton of sense, girl. (laughs) We haven't also, we've been really slacking on Hallmark movies. I know a lot of people wanted us to review them because we speak so emphatically about Merry Matrimony, A December Bride, A Royal Christmas, Very Merry Mix-Up, all the classics. And Kelly and I, in fact, were just sitting inside watching A December Bride, even though we've both seen it many, 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 many times. times. But it's just so good. It's so good and it's so specific. Yes. You know, I've always wanted to be a, a December, December bride. bride. But like a Christmas bride makes more sense. Right. It's just so good. Um, so we have what my mom does. She prints out the Hallmark count under Christmas. And since Kelly and I didn't really watch all of these. I'm just going to read you a a few of her reviews because she gives them all star rankings. Um, But there's, you know, she's a pretty tough uh, critic here. And uh, so, for example, she gave four stars to a movie called Right Before Christmas, W-R-I-T-E. Her description is girl owns music shop, gets dumped, sends Xmas cards intended for her boyfriend to people meaningful in her life. (laughs) Wouldn't she do that anyway? Probably. Well, well, the one we all like as a family is um, P- Picture a Perfect Christmas, where big Merritt Patterson stands in this family. Um, my mom says Merritt fo- Merritt's a photographer and goes to help her grandmother for Christmas. She ends up 
watching the neighbor's nephew and finds love. So, you know, a babysitting gig can turn into so much more. But wasn't that last year? No, that was this year. Oh. So the one, the only one my mom gave five stars to. Out of four, so. <laughs> there's two five-star movies this year. And my mom says Christmas in Rome, which is with Lacey Chabert, which I tried to watch, but she kept saying things like, Italians just think that you need to give a gift and you can't return it. And if you don't like the gift, it's really rude. And she, <laughs> do you like my Chabert? It's so bad. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know. She kept saying things about Italian. She's like, well, you know, Italians love pizza. And I'm like, yeah. Who would have thought? Um, but she loved that one. She also loved um, Matchmaker Santa, which got five stars, which I also believe is Lacey Chabert, but I don't think was this year. But it's, it's Wait, was it Matchmaker Santa from like 2012? No, oh, maybe no, I'm way off. No, oh. actually, you're right. And mom just saw it. Oh. The system is flawed. Oh. Um she also really liked there's a couple on here that I thought were extremely useful like um, Memories of Christmas three stars San Fran exec heads to Michigan falls for a construction worker who keeps her mother's scholarship gala going strong yeah. <laughs> um, she gave five stars to time to come home time for me to come home for Christmas country singer meets jelly company owner and the rest is history as air flights are canceled on a bus trip and a long car rental was our what it takes to find love. I just love country singer meets jelly company owner and the rest is history. I mean, nothing like it. Oh, these are some of the 2019 ones. Oh, okay. Um, I'm a personal fan. Well, she gave four stars to Christmas Under the Stars, which I actually did. So I did like that. Movie. You did? Yeah. It was with Jesse Metcalf. Hot. And I know. So that's the thing is I flash back to, uh, what was it? JTMD. Is that the... John Tucker must die. Yes. <laughs> it's just so good. Remember when he um, took woman, women's hormones and like his breasts are during a basketball game? And it's like, okay. And he starts like whining and being dramatic like a girl. <laughs> Times have changed. 20 years ago. I know. Well, but her description of this, which is accurate, um, but it's guy loses job and takes job working at a Christmas tree lot, which is true. But then when you think about our... our uh, we talked about Christmas trivia yet? No. When you think about our Christmas trivia from last night, dad had a, a much more descriptive word where it's um, like investment banker loses job and takes job at Christmas tree lot. And what did mom say? Just guy loses job. So it's just like guy versus it. It's just funny because, you know, what again, you take Hallmark, away. it's what you take away. And obviously dad took away the fact that he was an investment banker. Turned tree lot salesman. <laughs> salesman for 21 days. And then it's just like all is good in the world. You, you know, know, but you know, it's true. You know, the battle cry. What do we want? Manual labor. <laughs> when do we want it? Seasonally. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I say Hallmark's battle cry is. Oh, yeah. So also my mom loves a medical plot line. She loves a military plot line. Those are two things I, do I don't do yeah. at Christmas. Um, I support the troops. But it just makes you sad. It makes me so sad. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think what was the. So this one's called a Merry Christmas match. Four and a half stars. My mom said I enjoyed all the twists and the first kiss. <laughs> oh, mom. <laughs> she says antique store owner's daughter looks like Brooke Shields and. Something and convinces all the artists in the small ski town. To live harmoniously? <laughs> that sounds so boring. <laughs> Corey won't leave the antique store that her father started. Doesn't have time to get to know Ryder better. The guy's name is Ryder with a Y. So she goes to California. The girl shows up and gets down on Corey for canceling her trip to Temecula. <laughs> <This is> so, <laughs> doesn't sound good at all. This is not four and a half stars. Okay, but 
Okay, so now my mom's starting to um, calculate the time that the first kiss happens. And uh, in a Merry Christmas match, it was at one hour, 59 minutes. <laughs> and in a Nostalgic Christmas, it was at one hour and 59 minutes. But Nostalgic Christmas, mom said, is really slow, which for my mom is like the oh. m- worst insult she could ever give because she's sure. so nice. It says, NYC corporate lady, Anne goes to Maine to close out her father's place, decides to sell store through her high school boyfriend, who's now a realtor. <laughs> she falls for <laughs> she falls for the widow with a little girl. They end up directing the Christmas town celebration. Slow. Yeah. Well, no, I could get into that. Yeah. Maybe I also really like that later. <laughs> <laughs> you holiday love it for widow. heroes. Oh. Was I know you didn't watch it, but it was really good. Was it about a the heroes. Yeah, it was really sweet because so these two guys are um what is it? Iraq. I can't remember where they were, but they were overseas. Um the Iraq and like everywhere such as and the South Africa and, and the Iraq. She's <laughs> so good. Um so they're overseas. One guy, his sister is sending like baked goods over shown to bakery. Oh, which is another plot hole that we always get into, right? Also, pretty sure you dated a guy in the military you sent baked goods to. Yeah, I did. And he had multiple women sending them to him. Support the troops, ladies. <laughs> Sorry, it happens. Keep going. No, it's cool. So so she owns this bakery and then he ends up like saying how much he appreciates the fact that she was sending him because he didn't have anyone. Yeah. How much he appreciates all the baked goods. He writes her a letter to say he's going to come visit her. She doesn't get the letter. He just shows up at the bakery unannounced. And I wrote it, you every it, day. It, it caused all of these. It, I think it was a very uh, emotional time for her. She just didn't know what to expect. Then, of course, the realtor in town is in love with her. And mm. so then that throws a plot twist. And at the end of the movie, well, I don't want to give it is away. He a better match? He's a great. No, no. The guy. The real is a realtor a better match. No. Like, is he the nice guy we're supposed to want to root for, but we know they're not right for each other? No, but I actually really liked him. I also liked a little different than normal. They were the characters were a little bit older than usual, which yeah. I know you're Oof. not okay with. I have a hot take about that, but I'm not gonna share it on air. <laughs> no, people might get offended. <laughs> but I really enjoyed it. And at the end, he ends up bringing like all the troops from this town home and having them get dressed up and performing like a Christmas scene, and no one knew it was them, and all of a sudden they take all like so they withdrew the troops to go perform at a Christmas pageant no they were on their (laughs) way home anyways they just came home a few days early so they dressed up as like elves and stuff yeah and then like show up and they were in like toy soldier costumes I could cry talking about that so it was really good it was really sweet anyone surprising them their family kills me I can't that sounds nice though I'd watch that holiday heroes holiday for heroes holiday for heroes Um, and then two a Blue Ridge Mountain Christmas, which guys, we're from the great, we're, we're from the great state of Virginia, the the Rolling Hills, the Piedmont, the Blue Ridge Mountain area. I would drive through these mountains in dense fog on my way to college and nearly get in a wreck every time on it's 64. Very dense. Very dense. But the Blue Ridge Mountains are stunning. And I had high hopes for this one, but my mom gave it two stars. Girl goes to her fam's inn that is owned by a single dad trying to sell it. She fixes it up for his wedding. Characters have no chemistry. <laughs> oh, sick burn, mom. No. She oh. gave uh, Marion Bright two and a half stars. And the only notes on Marion Bright are that it starred Jodie Sweden and that there was an earlier kiss. Oh, well, so before, you know, that's what meth does to you, Cal. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is mom's description of Holiday for Heroes. Four and a half stars. I feel like I had McMahon. 
Oh, that's the one Girls I just read. Time. That's the one I just talked about. Three stars. Uh, okay, a God wink Christmas. Oh. Mom oh, says, man. Kathy Lee's in Nantucket. She's had some work done. <laughs> I so want to get in both the God wink Christmases, and I just, I can't. I don't yeah. know why. I, I love, the, the thing is, I love the idea. I just don't, I think the actors they employ for these movies, to quote mom, could have better chemistry. Oh, know? yeah. Yeah, it's like. Uh, the anything called when calls the heart I'm out anything God wink I'm out no um, but we have a visitor we appreciated the nod nonetheless oh it seems I have a, she's a, 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 a sweet three year old <laughs> hi you can come in honey is that my sparkle princess here come sit on my lap come sit with Kelly but you gotta be really yeah. quiet so now Kelly could I see your phone briefly sure We've been having a nice time checking out the local talent. Oh. Oh, hello, Jason. <laughs> so we've been going through Kelly's um, Bumble, and we're in, like, somewhat of a rural area. It's like, you know, there's not a lot of people, and they, um, like, it's it's definitely interesting because I feel like the, 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 the hobbies are just so different, right? Like coming from a city and then you go through Bumble here and it's just like, you're the one for me if I can scoop you up on my way to go dog hunting. And it's right. like, but it's so different than the Bumble you then, see like, in Chicago, Chicago or Richmond. Yeah. But the thing is, I love... And that doesn't love, mean you hunt for dogs. I was I misunderstood that. Well, I don't think anyone take, else would oh, have misunderstood okay. that. <laughs> I was furious. <laughs> Who hunts for dogs? What do you know? <laughs> But the thing is, I love a good old country boy. So this actually... You do love a country boy, Kelly. It's just, yeah, it's just different from Chicago. So this is a guy in a tank top with very long beard. And he says, uh, Netflix, 100%, not much for clubs or bars. Let's just have a bonfire and drink some beer. Which is like such a funny thing of like, we were like, where do you have a bonfire? We're like, oh, there's a wide open space here. People yeah. have bonfires. So it's kind of like, oh, I could get into that. I could get cozy. <laughs> this guy's, uh, the quote this guy has, which, you know, Greg said I was being too harsh, but for me, this is just too generic for me. Um, you know, if he could describe himself in one line, it would be, and I don't want the world to see me because I don't think that they'd understand. And you might recall that is from Goo Goo Dolls' song, Iris. That is... Which makes me want to sing along. It's a good song, but it's kind of like, if a quote, if a song lyric is going to describe your essence, I'd steer clear from top 40. <laughs> you know what I mean? It needs to be a little artsier. Um... But Rascal Flats is totally acceptable, Kelly. I know that's Girl, your essence. You know it. Um, Earlier there was someone that was it what lo first looked like an animal, which great, and then I realized they were cuddled up to a stuffed animal, which yeah. I don't know for like a, a profile picture if that really catches my vibe. Well, it's kind of like those bloggers and those teddy bears that they oh, sleep yeah, with and like yeah. kind of seduce. Um, this guy uh, is always on the go looking for a good time or adventure and Kelly's perfect for him because he said if you hate complaining and need a cell phone all the time we will have nothing in common <laughs> trust me yikes hot take I was saying I was just showing my mom live show footage and one of the questions was how do I feel about dating apps and I was saying like I don't like when men um, put their lines or like these assumptions about women right like if you're into drama swipe left oh everyone or, says like no drama because women are must be dramatic yeah. You, the only people that cause drama are people that talk about drama. I, it's just like we're not causing drama for having thoughts, feelings, and concerns. Um, ooh, single dad, <laughs> single dad, parentheses, 
ex lives 500 miles away. Right. Clap, 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 right. clap. <laughs> I thought that was extreme. Polite, smart, good career, nice house in the South, rarely get mad, funny as hell, and looking for the right one for long term. I stay in shape, but not a fitness junkie. 5'8", 155. Oh my God, we are the same stature. <laughs> Well, there's that. Um, anyways, I won't. I just, I, I, the reason I took a screenshot of that one is I thought that the clap, clap, clap after having to mention the fact that your ex lives 500 miles away was a little extreme and made me feel like that would not be an easygoing relationship. This guy's a 6'2 Virgo personal trainer, and he says I'm passionate about causes like the treatment and education for special needs children and anything to help the environment. Is 33 too young? No, my hang up is the personal trainer. Oh, Sean Booth is a personal trainer and they broke up. It's just, I, I, I love to eat too much. That's my concern. Kelly, people that go to gyms eat also. Yeah, but I, okay, so I love to eat, but I don't go to the gym. Right. But like Greg goes to the gym and I don't, he's not a gym rat, but like, I think that, you know, I think that our differences divide us on paper for self-preservation but when you meet all that matters is chemistry oh i agree and you know i'm feeling chemistry with jason and myself (laughs) which is what matters um so what i i I never remember how to do this which way is no left towards you is no towards me is so no on the personal trainer yeah i just i mean he's very cute but oh i love a civil engineer see you know if you say you're laid back and you like to binge shows, et cetera, but then et cetera spelled E-C-T? <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. You're too laid back to proofread. But also, one of my pet peeves is when people list napping as a hobby because I feel oh, like if it's enough to flag. list, oh my God. then it means that you don't just like take an occasional weekend nap, which is totally acceptable. It means that like you come home from work every day and snooze if- or maybe miss work to snooze. A hundred percent. If that's an outstanding personality yes. <laughs> quality of yours, we have a problem. Um, I'm Andrew. I'm enthusiastic about my kid, my family, spirituality, good music, running, working hard, bourbon, sensitive to the human condition, trying to see the best in others, but giving people the benefit of the doubt. Have had significant spiritual experiences. Oh, do you think he... Oh, no. He just lost me. Don't dig basic. Still laugh at fart jokes. (laughs) This is like... No. You can't. No. Uh, Also, one of my favorite parts, and you know, guys... I only like to make fun of the words people choose. I don't. I I support most people's lifestyle. I'm proud of you if you like what you like. Um, what I what makes me laugh. Uh, the only thing that makes me laugh about the more rural area is that people are just totally casually checking off frequently as it relates to smoking. <laughs> right. And and like I don't support smoking fundamentally. No, and if you smoke, I want I want you to be well, and I'd encourage you to reconsider. But I just say that because like. Have people not gotten the memo? But the other thing is, is again, if you're marking it as frequently, right. that means that it is nonstop. Same with drinking. Right. If you are marking drinking frequently, it means that you were pounding six to 10 beers yeah. a night or whatever you're it doing is. You're stands. Yeah. Long. You're, you know, I should you're, say, you're drinking beast. But, but I should also say that is my interpretation. It's probably not fair to say. Maybe some people think that like two a week is frequent. Like when I tell my doctor I like to have a glass of wine with dinner. (laughs) And by glass, you mean bottle. I uh, was trying to explain to my doctor my conundrum with wine is that I don't always want 
more than a glass, but I hate when I open a nice bottle on a Tuesday that's going to taste worse tomorrow. Totally. And she was really empathetic. <laughs> was she encouraging you just to finish yeah. the bottle? I was like, yeah, have you ever, I understand cirrhosis, but have you heard of like oxidization? It's disgusting. Um, um, is this a Hallmark star? <laughs> he is very attractive. Wow, 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 wow. He's 6'2", he drinks socially, never smokes, he wants children. He's active, his Instagram's attached. Which I know is a big oh, and he. Oh gosh, guys, he has a normal dude Instagram. This is what I need from a dude. I need you to have photos of your travels, photos with your mom or grandma or sister sometimes, to you know be excited when you're drinking a more rare small batch beer. Um, to show that you have family and interest in friends, but you don't overpost, and to occasionally show that you do some sort of outdoor activity. <laughs> and honestly, this guy's Instagram is perfect. It's Texas. not too curated, but he's in duck. Yes, because it's the holidays. Well, everybody needs love around the holidays, so I guess I say no. He's really cute. Fine. Yeah, oh, to the left. Um. <laughs> So here's the thing. It's not about looks. It's about angles. I, Guys, do men not understand? You don't take photos from below. You should post photos with your eyes open. <laughs> if you're moving and you're blurry, get a new photo. And this guy is doing all those things. Um, oh, no. <laughs> so here we have a guy. Uh angrily scowling he has a confederate flag behind him and a snake around his neck <laughs> are you britney spears <laughs> oh my god i'm terrified and he is very close by um probably seen him in town today he smokes regularly which is better than frequently but he is laid back okay go this way why <laughs> that's one of the scarier photos i've seen i'm gonna screenshot that for greg i, I don't just... support confederate flags no. or snakes in the home my third grade teacher described me as not her son. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Okie doke. Um, oh, these brothers are cute. Six, five, likes dogs, never smokes, wants kids, connects his Instagram. Oh, interesting. He's in the middle of a body transformation, which for you is triggering yeah it's like you you don't want somebody talking about their macros constantly or do you i guess i'm just not used to seeing guys put text on their instagram photos no so that's the so that to me would be the issue that is what i don't like i don't i'm all about because i am forever on a journey to get healthier but i don't post about it this guy um is a uh north carolina native bleeds yankees pinstripes he uh says that my, you're so handsome, is what the random 70-year-old lady at the grocery store recently said to him. Yeah, people will throw ridiculous, like, made-up quotes in there just to try and seem funny. I'd argue that this is one of the top 10 uh, things of all time that boys put on their profile, which is clear eyes, full hearts, can't lose, from Friday Night Lights. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Um, cute, though. Um, this guy's got a dad bod. Um, his go-to song is anything, Avril Lavigne. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I love the security, honestly. Um, this guy is a firm believer in being classy, but also drinking wine straight from the bottle. So that's another example of a thing that he thinks a girl would be like, 
you know when girls yeah. are like, you know what the old lady on Ellen say? I love Jesus, but I drink a little. Yeah. Um, I have my own place and all the basics an adult should have at this point. Okay, Sam, you're five years younger than me. (laughs) I don't own my place. Um, He enjoys long walks off the side of cliffs. That is dark. That's very dark. (laughs) I assume that means he's like a... A jokester. Or a cliff diver. Oh, yes. (laughs) Those cliff divers. Uh, this guy's just looking for friends, which means he's looking for tail. Totes. Oh, Kelly, Kelly, Kelly. I'm going to let Kelly go. I just, you know, I needed, uh, I wanted some company Sorry, for a little I didn't while. Bring as much energy. I, uh, you caught me off guard. I was just sipping some coffee on the couch. Watching a December bride? Watching a December bride, taking a little break. Is there anything else? I, I mean, I didn't even ask, how was, how was your Christmas? I know you went to Greg's family for a few days here. How's your week been? It's been, it's been great, Kelly. Um, this no. is so addicting. See, Greg and I love this because we never got to shop for no, people Greg- online. What do you think his um, like vibe is? Like, was he being too hard or too easy on the guys? Because he and Emily weren't getting along. I think they just have different opinions. Opinions. Because like Greg, no can- one asked me for mine. Well, no, of course, no, God, no. <laughs> How do you feel about when a man describes himself as God fearing? That keeps coming up. It does keep coming up, and it's not the concept isn't bad. It's great to be religious, right. spiritual. It's just an interesting way people to choose to describe Especially themselves. Especially because a lot of people list that as their very first yeah. quality. Well, and, you know, like we've talked about, my mom and I's relationship uh, did change when she listened to my podcast and I told her that somebody describing themselves as a man of God was a boner killer. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. <gasps> Guys, I've, I have to, I can't wait to show you something on Instagram that I found from my s- summer camp. Oh my gosh, I cannot believe that. It's so good. So we're at our parents' house and they have still have a lot of your like boxes from childhood. So you were going through them last night. And I mean, I don't want to give it away, although it'll probably be up before this podcast comes out. So but that certificate is is uh, picture worthy. Got a an award um for like a, a superlative. And my superlative was <laughs> most Christ-like at water skiing. (laughs) What does that even mean? And then, so then I get this award for water skiing and developing Christ-like behavior during it, which I don't know if that meant I was good and walked on water. I don't know if that meant I sacrificed myself for others. But on the back, it says, just remember, water skiing is nothing and Jesus is everything. (laughs) Love Shannon or something. And I'm like, well, which one is it? (laughs) It's just so upsetting. Um... This guy's life goal is to fight a dragon. See, this is a sense of humor I don't always understand. It's getting considerably colder out. Not here for a serious relationship. Only here for six months. Bad boy. Only dates exotic dancers. Loves adventure. I'm weird. I'm not an experiment. Be nice to me. Pulls. PLZ. Do you think he's kidding? He's a military guy. He's only here for six months. What's it called? He only dates exotic dancers? Do you think he's got to be kidding? Well, there, you know, there's Edenton is a is a big exotic dancing club town, so I can see. Well, I was gonna say, where's the nearest strip club? <laughs> no idea. Probably out like Carolina sixty four, out toward the beach. Yeah. Ooh, I need to think of puns for what a strip club around here would be called. <laughs> Talk about Skinnersville. <laughs> Hertford, so good. <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> 
Okay, Kendall, I'm going to let you go. Thank you for doing a cameo. You're a really nice girl. Girl, of course. Sorry. Again, I, I didn't you have a lot of apologize. enthusiasm. Oh, this guy's a single dog dad. Oh. Okay, go ahead, Kelly. Hey, there's Greg. Do you want him to take over the Bumble now? No. Okay. Oh, the kids are really cute. To keep this no, while sorry. I go shower? It's so, it's so addictive. I know. Thank you for your time. Of course, girl. Thank you for having me. I hope everyone had a wonderful Christmas, holiday season, New Year's, everything that you could ever ask for. But, you know, it is important we talk about how Northwest got a $50,000 Michael I can't, Jackson jacket. I cannot. Here's my most prized possession, a pedophile's coat. I mean, <laughs> there's so much wrong. Obviously, the pedophile thing is an issue. She also received this ridiculous, it's the same thing, to a six-year-old girl who also received, what, five Birkin bags? Or was that Stormy? That was Stormy. I, this whole, I can't, I literally cannot. It's really frustrating. It's so frustrating. And, and, and kind of grossly indulgent. And um, it's like, I don't, I don't know. I also, like, I have so many comments. Like, uh, uh, Bella Hadid stepped out without AirPods and she wore wired um, headphones and uh, now people on Twitter are like uh, Bella Hadid out here bringing back the wire headphone I'm like this isn't a throwback to like gauchos I still have wired headphones I know same <laughs> I mean I use them often but like these are the Daily Mail headlines that I just simply cannot handle um, I need to talk about a lot of different things Kelly and I will collect them and um, we'll come back later perfect and um, yeah alright I'm gonna refill my coffee and uh, I guess I'll see y'all in a bit see ya see you in a bit uh, quickly, I wanted to shout out our sponsor. You were, you know, in a few short minutes going to hear us complain about how many men uh, post gym selfies, talk about fitness, leg day, you know, just overall talk about hitting the gym and how, you know, if fitness isn't your priority. It can be a smidge off-putting and or intimidating. But I am reminded by this lovely sponsor that, you know what, I am fit because uh, of fat fit fun. And by fit, it doesn't mean I have to, you know, be pumping iron. Do people still say that? Like, am I a seats later? I don't know. Um, it, fitness to me is, is self-care, is a good gold eye mask, is a, a cheese board, is a monthly planner. I, all things I've gotten in my FabFitFun box. And to remind you, FabFitFun is a seasonal subscription box with full-size beauty, fitness, fashion, and lifestyle products. I, for a long time, did not understand it, but it was because I thought it was samples and I didn't want my you know, bathroom turning into that weird aisle at Marshall's where there's a bunch of various tiny sizes of leaking products that is just a real round robin of uh, quality, price, and stickiness. I didn't realize this was would come to me with full-size products, fully functional, like, I, I don't know, like electronics and stuff. Like, I got a shower speaker. The, the faux fur blanket that came in my winter box retails for $60. And but the box is forty nine ninety nine. I got like eight to ten other things. I sound like I'm on QVC, like Lisa Renna selling dusters, but I genuinely mean that I was. It's it's the the value is uh, most certainly there. That is undeniable. If depending on what you choose, um, this box's value is anywhere from two hundred dollars to three hundred forty five ninety nine. And what I've said before that I think is so great is that it's curated down to a series of products, but you aren't getting stuff you don't need because you go on FabFitFun.com and you select what you want from different categories. I could have gotten a Rebecca Minkoff hat and glove set, but I look bad in hats, so I opted for the faux fur blanket. 
I, you know, oftentimes I feel like I have too many face masks and sheet masks. So I got a shower speaker instead. It's quite interesting how you can assemble your own box and make it feel like yours and still feel like really surprised and really enjoy the process of it arriving right to your door. And um, I'm just a very, I'm a big fan. It's I keep using the word fun, but like it actually is. And I brought a lot of products home for Christmas um, to share with my mom and, and my sister and sister-in-law. And like, it's just, I don't know. I'm a girly girl. I love these things. I really think you will enjoy it. And uh, why not make your the slow, cold winter months of January and February a little bit more fab and fun. And for me, they won't be fit. They will be sit, but that is okay. Yours might be fit. And in which case, you're perfect for this. I just can't really, you know, I, I live in the tundra. Let's be honest. It's tough out here in Chicago, but... Anyway, guys, if you are interested in your seasonal subscription box with full-size beauty, fitness, fashion, and lifestyle products, the box retails for $49.99, but it always has a value of over $200. You can use coupon code BETHEREIN5 for $10 off your first box at fabfitfun.com. That's coupon code BETHEREIN5, spelled F-I-V-E, not the number, for $10 off your first box at fabfitfun.com. And uh, give it a try. I think you'll uh, be pleasantly surprised at... uh, how far the products go, how diversified the selection is, and how there are things that you maybe didn't even know you needed. So thanks to FabFitFun for sponsoring this episode, and don't forget to use code there in 5 Okay, guys, we're back. This time, we are not giving you hot takes from a cold winter morning. In North Carolina, we are sadly left her less than 24 hours ago, yet we are having to do this over the uh, over a glorified Skype, basically. But thanks to Kelly for coming back, because I ended up crowdsourcing people's uh, Bumble profile pet peeves. And then I decided, okay, we're just going to turn this like half Christmas, half Bumble episode to an episode called Bumble All the Way. And we're just going to go all the way. And I needed Kelly back here to contribute. Well, girl, I'm so glad to be back because what brings in the new year more than sending us out, uh, than taking a review of dating apps and all that goes along with them. Exactly. I mean, what what a year in Bumble it was for you. (laughs) <laughs> I feel like I feel like uh, you you have such good stories, and I'm sure everybody does. And we're forever talking about like what can we do with these? Like, is this real life? And it's just like it's hard to fig- it's hard to navigate this conversation period because these are real people, and you want to give people the benefit of the doubt. And as Kelly and I have caveated an obnoxious amount of times, like we're nice girls, but at right. the same time, as a part of culture and the way things are now, it's just impossible to not pick up on these like trends that dudes seem to be doing constantly. And um, over winter break, uh, my husband and my sister-in-law, Emily, were like, uh, like had marathon swiping sessions of Bumble. And it just made me realize like, wow, this is so such a fascinating uh, anthropological study. Um, So I'm going to read through some of like what you guys submitted and Kelly will, uh, will can, you know, pepper in her opinion, but Kelly has plenty of pet peeves as well. She just doesn't want you guys to think she's judgmental. It's, it's true. (laughs) It's my biggest hang up on doing any of these episodes is that it's so easy to right? Judge a book by its cover. And it's not so much, it's not that you're even judging looks wise. It's that the types of photos that people choose to post are sometimes just, I go out of my mind with insanity because I don't understand what would make you think that's a good picture. And I have to say, before we even get started, is that was what was so funny about Greg is that he started, I don't know if you know this, did you know that he started swiping right for everyone where he had a question about why they took a certain type of photo? 
And he wanted to oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, he wanted to take um if he had was hoping that people would match with me and that he could then take my app, like take control of it. And he literally at one point I looked over my shoulder and thank goodness I stopped him because he was typing out a question to ask someone why they felt it was appropriate to take this certain type of car selfie. And while I un- he was upset because it looked like they were driving. Yes. While I understand <laughs> his concern, I didn't want to be on the receiving end of what that person had to say. So, Greg, <laughs> for your concern, I think but he misunderstands those- it. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> it's not so much a conversation starter for my brother-in-law to have with a potential date. Um, but it was actually very funny. And what was also so funny is like the whole premise was, Hey, would we have fun with this person on vacation in May? Like, can they hang with our family in Italy? (laughs) Oh, see where I don't, was I with mom during this entire time? I like missed this entire, I I actually don't know where you were this, this, I mean, Greg and I were, this was over an hour. Was I doing karaoke? My niece cry. (laughs) Yes, I think you were doing karaoke now that you mention it. I'll bring, I'll let carry my mic overseas. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so I'll go through some of these. And like, what's so hard, like the interface of collecting Instagram responses is so bizarre. And like, you can't organize it. And I just have to like scroll mm-hmm. through the app and I'll just do the best I can. But, um, okay, let's see. Um, hold on. Oh, this is interesting. This person said, I don't like when guys post pictures with their girl, girls who are friends. I immediately compare myself to their gal pals. Hmm. That's an interesting, like, thing and then commentary. Um, like, if somebody's friends are, like, smoking hot, you're like, well, is that your sister, your gal pals, or your ex? Sister, fine. Maybe she won't like you, but whatever. <laughs> gal pals, you know. You never know how that's going to work. And then X is a little intimidating. But, you know, as women, we shouldn't compete. Well, I, I I hate to bring this up, Kate, but I feel like that's contradictory to what you said in one of your very early on podcast episodes. You were talking about um, what, either with X's or with something and then you're looking or new people you're dating. Right. And you start looking at all the photos and they're like, wait a minute, am I like. What is their ex like? Are these their friends? How do I compare to these people? Right? Yeah, yeah. The same conversation of like, is it your ex, your best friend, or your sister? And all three have their own unique set of problems. Yes. (laughs) And yes, while I say things like, as women, we shouldn't compare ourselves. Because when I start podcasts, I want to be likable. By the end, I'm sure I will be like, oh, hell no. No, you know, Um, just just making sure we're, we're being honest here. Hold me accountable. But um, I think that's the thing we should clarify up front is like, I really just think the the reservoir of photos guys are in is small. And that's why so many are old and so many are in awkward places. And I just wonder if there needs to be like a hitch for dating app photos. You know, uh, Alex Hitchens from the movie Hitch. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe Greg is that guy. Maybe. Um, Okay, so this is a uh, full disclosure from Alessandra. Uh, <laughs> she says, when someone opens with their food order, which is a clear copy and paste job from Grubhub. <laughs> <laughs> what? What's she talking about? 
wait, hold on. So someone literally took like, like Superman roll with side of miso soup and egg roll. Like, oh, oh my God. In there about me. I completely about this. Oh my God. Did this really happen to her? No, she, she okay. The best story. She, she did it. I, I just completely <laughs> blanked. Okay. So what happened was... There's this place in Chicago called the Vig that's so good. Oh, so they have this good. turkey burger. She and I would get the same yes. thing every time. It's the uh the Vig turkey burger. Um no harissa sub chipotle aioli on the side and some guy so she was going when she goes through all her bumble matches she copies and pastes the same response she was not bumble the same time she was ordering her turkey burger and some girl was like hey some guy was like yeah so like what do you like to do for fun like how was your weekend and she was just like the i would like the turkey burger no harissa sub chipotle aioli on the Oh, that's awesome. Oh, that's so awesome. But I completely empathize with that because it's true and it's no dig on any certain guy. It's not that you're trying to cheat them out of your description, but it's so exhausting when you are saying the same stories over and over and over again, completely respect the copy paste and just kind of sending over redundant information. Oh yeah. Totally get it. But that is hysterical that she sent her burger. I'm all about a batched process. Right. You have to be. Um, okay. So yours, some of yours you submitted floated to the top because you're oh. my friend. Oh. So oh. let's go through them. Okay. Um, well, I'd like you to know that the last one she submitted said, I'm not as judgmental as I sound, I swear. Like, I'm your sister. Like, it's fine. <laughs> I, <laughs> I know. But, you know, it, it's. I was coming off a hot take because we did this for a few straight days. And I've been taking several months off because I just needed a break. And uh, it, all these, you know, feelings started coming back about the way people pose and the 10, 15, sometimes 20-year-old pictures that they put in there just bothering me. <laughs> Yeah, ladies, if you can see the date in bright orange uh, vertically in the bottom left corner. Taken with uh, a flash disposable camera in 19x. It's a clear Swipe left. Yeah, swipe left. Anyway, sorry. Go on. Uh, So you said uh, group photos only. Agree. We talked about this in the Mm -hmm. live show. This is not a highlights magazine. I don't want to have to search for who's who. Exactly. Um, car, Car selfies. Car selfies are like... Okay, so you said car selfies, bathroom selfies with toilet paper on the sink like, or hotel room selfies. They can't be bothered hate- <laughs> to put the toilet paper on the roll. I hate when the oh, toilet seat's open. The toilet paper sitting on the sink, and yet they think that's a great photo to put as their like prime. This is who I am. This is like my profile picture has all of their toiletries and mess just there covering the sink. I I can't I as as someone who's a relatively clean person, it that right there just is on an automatic left. Like if I already know I'm gonna have to clean up after you from not even reading any I don't even know your name or age yet, but I already know I am going to end up cleaning up for you, that's we gotta go left. That's like an interesting thought. I thought yeah like A it's gross but B it's kind of like a foresight into your life together. Right. Best foot forward is a ho- a picture of an unmade bed in a hotel. And most likely you're taking a picture because you're in a tux, because you're out of town at a wedding, you're feeling good about yourself. So you take the picture. But again, for me, make the bed. All I see in that photo is, oh my gosh, this guy doesn't know how to make, like, make his bed. 
I would I forgive that in a hotel, but not in a home. Like in a hotel, you're going to, you know, you're kind of paying for someone to come like make the bed when you leave. Um, and you know, you and I are fundamentally different, a little. but, um, I, I, I respect that Kelly it's in fine. that, you know, if, if this, if you're serious about this, no. you know, put just like the smallest effort. That, into that's photos. my point. It honestly, even if it's five pictures down the line, doesn't bother me for your very first photo, your first impression photo to either have toiletries or an unmade bed and dirty clothes in the background. That to me is a hang up that I have and we can move on. That's just me personally. Yeah. And I think that they almost put themselves in environments where they're like wanting you to know they didn't try that Mm -hmm. hard, but there's a fine line between um, effortless and lazy. Yes. So that again, clearly I, I have, I, my car is relatively clean. And so when I'm looking at someone's car and I see, I can see like food, fast food trash in the photo, you couldn't be bothered to throw it away at a gas station or take it inside when you got home. I, I, it just, it blows my mind. It blows my mind. I don't know. Well, also that's a different question that really, uh, you know, it can really uh, exemplify taste in terms of is it blimpy or is it Wendy's? Well, is it Arby's? True. I mean, I if it's if it's Taco Bell, I fully respect it and I'm totally fine with it. But if it's Burger King, like why would I even consider this? Well, right, a Crunchwrap is is was engineered for for exactly. On the that's, go. that's all I get. <laughs> Crunchwrap, Diet Pepsi. Like I'm not going to get a taco. It goes all over the tr- the cheese, the lettuce, nonsense. So. You're saying here that you don't like when couples say they're looking for a third or that their woman is cool with cheating. I saw saw a lot of uh, poly as the first descriptor word. So like all five pictures would be just them as couples. And it was interesting because, and to be totally honest, a lot of these couples are very good looking. And I was like, I, I, you know, to, to, No, I will say this, no judgment to what you want to do in your private life, but to put that out on Bumble of all apps um, where anybody can see. And then it makes me wonder, like, but are they Polly or is the guy just like, oh, my wife will never see this, yada, yada. Or there were a few guys that um, put on there, like they didn't have a picture of the wife, but put like um, my wife's pool with. Now he didn't say cheating, but like cool with this or something like that. And I'm just like, but, but is she, is this really a thing? Like, uh, is it? And also it's an abuse of the, the platform. Right. Like, like there should be a separate one for people like looking, you know, to right. go and for there are, And that's what I guess I don't get is like, why, why are people utilizing something like a bumble? Is it to your point when you could go on other sites that are specifically geared toward those types of relationships. Again, do what you want in your private life. I feel like that app is probably called like triangle with no <laughs> E. So, you know, I've actually, you know, seen this a few times. Um, how do you feel about when somebody says they graduated from the school of hard knocks? You know, it it is a pet peeve because while Jay-Z could get away with rapping about this in the nineties, I, uh, and not to mention, you know, uh, Annie, in the thirties, <laughs> obviously, but it just drives me bonkers when people list that as their school. Like they think, I think they think they're the only one that's ever said it, that they're being creative. 
And it just, I, I like it. I used to laugh and now I'm just, I roll my eyes and just move on to the next. Cause it's so annoying. I'm more hung up on that. You used to laugh. <laughs> well, cause it, for, you, for, you get in these and you're like, Oh, maybe they have a sense of humor. But then typically what happens with someone who graduated from the school of hard knocks is that when you dig down into their profile, they then go on to share some issues that they have and continue to state that they are looking for someone with no drama. And in my experience, if the guy is stating that he's looking for someone with no drama, it's because he is the one to cause said drama, you know? Interesting. I'd be interested. I'd really be interested in um, creating and kind of, you know, line graph. Uh, why is presence of a hard knocks degree and uh, X being the presence of drama in your life? Because I think that there's almost a second layer of this where it's like, if you say one thing, it's very likely you're going to say the other. People need to yes. collect data about this. I, I know. guess we kind of are. <laughs> well, I could probably go back. I've, I've taken a lot of screenshots, honestly, just because I'm just so appalled at so many of the, the quotes or comments that people will say that I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to, I have to share this with someone. They're not going to believe me if I say it. So maybe I'll take a quick swipe through and see, uh, see what I can find. You know, I'm always up for a live swipe. Um, this person said when guys list things, they aren't looking for I D G A F what your preferences are. <laughs> so people will be like, yeah, like you said, like not looking for drama, not looking for like, is it like characteristics or like personality yes. traits? It's, it's, well, I mean, I think it can be both, right? So a lot of times I'll see this where someone will say, um, uh, yeah, not looking for drama or like not looking for a relationship, not looking to get in over my head, not looking for someone that that's just after money, like not looking for and they just list out all these things that they're not looking for, but never actually say what they are looking for, which begs oh. the question, what are you looking for? Right. Okay. You that's, know? yeah, that, yeah, that's annoying. It's like, just come right out and say, like, you want, you know, cute face, a little waist and a big behind. <laughs> exactly. Clearly that's what it is. Uh, this person said, always saying they want to go on adventures. What are you, a hobbit? <laughs> Which is like hilarious. A lot of people might like adventures, but that is a very uh, a trite term. <laughs> no, I would say that. And and I'm guilty of this because I think I actually have this in my profile where people that say they're looking for some, like someone with a sense of humor. And it's like, well, of course you are. But I'm of the mindset that not everyone has a sense of humor. So I'm going to throw it out there. So I think the guys that say that they're looking for people with adventures are looking for people that are willing to like go out and do like go hiking or try a new activity or, or like get up and go versus someone who maybe just would prefer to kind of stay put or stay in their area. I feel t differently about sense of humor. I almost feel like at, there, there's not a single person in this world that thinks they don't have a sense of humor, even if they don't. Nobody yeah. is like, oh, I am humorless. I am unfunny. <laughs> Everyone thinks they're a hoot and a half. No, that's true. No, I I guess that's the problem. But I I just I always one of my barometers on a first date. If I don't laugh, it's never going to work. I'm I mean our nephews and my friends' kids comment to me like Kelly, you laugh a lot. So if you can't make me laugh on a date, then truly there is zero sense of humor to be found. Wow, what an astute uh, point <laughs> by a four and a six year old because you do, and maybe you do. it's annoying. It's, I do. 
no, no, I'm not saying it's annoying. I'm saying I think you've inflated how I feel about myself comedically. And it's why I like podcasting with you because you make me feel funny. (laughs) You are funny. You're a hoot and a half. (laughs) Thanks, girl. Similarly to adventures, what are you a hobbit? This person said flexing about collecting passport stamps. Oh my gosh. That's interesting. That's a, that's an interesting flex. It's classier than a, you know, wanderlust. Um, but it's also like, I don't know. I, I just say travel. What is that it's, too generic? Right. Well, I think it's too generic What there. What I think people that say that are trying to say is I've gone to more than two countries, but what really is crazy is they'll like list out the abbreviations or the flags of all the countries they've been to. And then they turn it around on you to be like, so what's your next, what are you up for, for your next adventure? What do you consider to be an adventure? Almost like a judgment on what you say will de- like, will determine whether or not we can talk anymore. Right. And it's like, I don't frequent a zip lining course. I don't know <laughs> how people adventure. Well, and the, like, I am someone, I love to go different places, but I work and, and don't like, I don't travel out of the country every other month. Like I, I just, I can't. And so I am, it's, it's a funny thing because I think people then will judge to be like, oh, well, you're not fun. You're not adventurous. And it's like, well, no, I am fun. And I do like to travel, but within reason, you know? Yeah. No, I mean, every fun person that's ever existed ends their sentences with within reason. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, it's funny. I mean, these get real nitpicky people. Like, you know, I have a, I, um, I like originality when things are things that most people wouldn't think are cliche. I will identify as cliche and it's probably over the top, but a lot of people said these things too. Like, I don't like when women are like, I'm thinking about tacos. Um, Yes. And and this girl said she doesn't like when dudes say cliche things like uh, tacos, talk about running, going to bars, their dog. You know, she's really narrowing things down here. <laughs> but, you know, I respect that plight. Um, so, OK, OK. This was not mentioned by one, two, even 10 people. This was mentioned by over 20 people. And this wouldn't bother you, I don't think. And I don't know how I feel about it. People hate when bios have quotes from the office girl do you you have a quote from the office no but you rewrote my leak profile to be a play on a quote from the office and i did that because all the guys quotes were the office (laughs) (laughs) so for the record there's a a, now the other thing is you and i are both huge office fans yes i'm gonna pour a glass of wine don't mind me please no you pour i'll talk um and because of that, I didn't think it was, at first I was like, oh, I can't believe we're going to do this. But I took, you know, you like a good pun. I took, I took your word for it. And so Kate decided to take my profile and turn that quote into things that I love. And so on my current, uh, as of December 29th, 2019, my league profile says bourbon baking Battlestar Galactica. And maybe that's why I haven't gotten any fun. <laughs> okay. Two things. One you take my suggestions too seriously, and I had no idea that was in use. Um, I you, yes, you did. No, okay, because what happened is you had bourbon and baking, and I was like, if you want to make it like kind of put a say the same thing with like a twist, just like throw Battlestar Galactica in end. It was, it, it, but also I didn't. It's not on your bumble, right? It's on the league, so it doesn't matter. But and it's just funny. I don't care. 
<laughs> Kelly, you know, it's crazy. I don't like it anymore. I, I, I'm so sorry to have led you astray. And I, and I don't, okay. and I think since it's not on your okay. Bumble, I didn't think it was in use. You know, you know, it's okay. I have a lot of bad ideas. Are you, or was that your timer? Or is, is Greg cooking something? I'm heating up French onion soup. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So do, I guess the point being, do you care if somebody has the office? No. I know it's an old show, but I, like, it puts me to sleep in a good way. Like, that's something I can watch at any time and be content because I know what's happening. And it's just such, it's such great TV. Well, like, I, yeah, and I think we need to, you know, look at our, look at ourselves in the mirror and ask, <laughs> would we rather this be a quote from Two and a Half Men? <laughs> you know, like. Amen. Amen. <laughs> It, the Office is this weird neutral territory of a show that's legitimately funny that men don't shame women for liking and that women actually like and don't pretend to like. Yeah. Not that women pretend to like things, but like I definitely did when I was in the dating world. Okay. So this person said, quote, not my kid. Oh, so like clarifying that it's not their kid. Yeah. I kind of yeah. think you have to do you think you have to do that, though. Um, I think it's, I don't see that as bad. I, I, I think a lot of like people will do that just to kind of show like, Hey, I'm fun. I can hang with kids, but like, I don't have a kid. Fair. I know. I, I, I actually, I'm making an assumption, but maybe like a younger person, you know, that just is kind of sharing, Hey, like, it's not my kid. <laughs> I, it just must be so frequent. I just find it funny that like when I see not my kids several times over, I'm like, wow, a lot of people must be saying this. Um, this person oh, said, dude, that's funny. Yeah. Dude's not smiling in any pics. Like, do you have teeth? It's my first thought to yeah. ask them. Uh, yeah. Teeth are big. Usually bad teeth. Yes. Yeah. And like, you know, ladies, if, if you're a woman smiling with your mouth closed, you likely have just broken a hundred K on Instagram in terms of mm -hmm. followers. If yeah. you're a dude, you likely, you know, you may lack orthodontia or basic dental hygiene. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I only say mm -hmm. this because, um, you know, it's not anyone's fault if, if their teeth aren't up to snuff. But if you're a person that needs that, I think it's important to understand that people probably don't show them for a reason, right? So instead mm -hmm. of having to ask them, do you have teeth? I'd maybe just move on. <laughs> um, Obviously, typos. I understand that. A lot of people said Ugh. sunglasses and or hats. I just want to see your face. Well, okay. That I give leeway to as long as they have at least one picture without a hat because a lot of guys wear hats and sunglasses. And so maybe that like, again, girls, we get ready to take a picture. You're like, oh, this is like, let me, let me like do myself, get myself ready, take off the glasses, yada, yada. Guys don't think like that. So... I, but I do think if they don't have any pictures that were, it's just their face, then maybe there's an issue, but I don't fault anyone for wearing hats or glasses. Are you, do you have a preference between, you know, like a, a more modern, you know, uh, a, a Ray-Ban Wayfarer versus a um, clear, uh, you know, more of a bat mitzvah style glass where you, the, the sides are colored and they're, they're branded and you probably got them at, some sort of, you know, date party or themed function versus like a straight up 90s Guy Fieri Oakley? Um, <laughs> no, so I'm not picky when it comes to sunglasses. <laughs> Just curious. You're not saying I am. <laughs> yeah, no, I, uh, I mean, maybe I should be, but no, no. <laughs> I would be such a monster on this. Um, 
Okay, so uh, yeah, looking for a third. My type is someone who rocks a natural look. I guess that's something they saw. Like, you don't want a girl who wears a lot of makeup. Yeah. Which, again, that's kind of, that's that's a little. Oh, oh, she, okay, so sorry. She said, there was two messages. She said, I hate when people say, I hate women who wear makeup and show off on the gram rather than just saying, I like a more natural look. Oh. So, uh, that's fair. I, I don't even, but the thing is, I don't think you need to say that outright. Like. That's the, that's the issue. Right. So clearly, so it goes back to this guy has gone out with women who are very consumed with their looks. And so he therefore feels like he has to clarify that in the bio, which goes back to my point of only people that say they don't want drama, like they're the ones causing drama. So to me, guys that are outright saying, I don't want girls that wear a lot of makeup or that are Instagram obsessed, like clearly like they're choosing women who are are in that I, that area or that realm right and over and over and over again so just choose someone different well and it's like the, it's operating from a place of like well because you're such a catch yeah exactly yeah that, that's the other thing yeah, you're, yeah the, now i understand i understand that a little bit better now that i have other examples of like yeah it's like why are you leading with talking bad about the women instead of leading with what you want yes uh, yeah. I mean, truly, maybe over 30 people said they hate when someone says they're fluent in sarcasm. Oh, that comes up. Uh, yes. <laughs> like, it's just no, but I think they will hear someone say it or see like maybe you'll even see it in like a girl's profile and be like, oh, that's funny. Let me put it in mine. What I would challenge you to do is to message those people. Hey, love your bio. <laughs> They'll say thanks. And you say you're not fluent in sarcasm. It's garbage. Goodbye. <laughs> You know, maybe next time. Yeah, maybe next time. Um, a lot of uh, group photos. A lot of promoters asking me if I have New Year's Eve plans. God bless. <laughs> that lends itself, and maybe this is a different type of discussion, but lends itself to the question of how much effort do you put into the first like intro in the conversation, right? Like, do you stay with generic topics? Do you try and get specific? Do you try and be creative? You, of course, would use a pun. Like, what is that process like? And that's what I think gets people like myself a little jaded is it's, it takes, you put in so much effort sometimes just trying to come up with something clever to say in the beginning, and then you don't hear back. And then you like do that over and over again. And it just is very tiring. Well, right. And I, I know. And like, I just, since the, I almost feel like since the girls by design are in control you shouldn't feel the need to dazzle so much as just have an initial point of communication that's neutral because if you match theoretically they'd be into it and if they really care i don't think like something neutral is going to turn them off theoretically but i guess another pet peeve that i hadn't thought about till now is a lot of guys will list in their bios to say um if you say hey or how was your day i'm not responding <laughs> so what's your like, usual go-to well i try and find something clever with one of the photos and ask about a photo or ask about something in their bio to show that like if it's someone that i might be interested in like actually going out on a date with like i want to show interest fair but that's the hard part is that i overanalyze and think too much and then like 24 hours has passed and i lost the match 
What can you do? That no, and that that becomes a huge time suck. Yes. For an output, you'll never you're you're planting seeds a garden you may in a, in a garden you may never see grow. To quote Hamilton. <laughs> totally. <laughs> I'm gonna go through some of the ones that I saw several times that uh, I assume you feel the same way. I mean, obviously, we know old pictures. Like you can't show up to a date looking five to eight years older than you look in your profile. Like that is understandably annoying. Some people age well, they might be better. I just think people have, I think that it's hard for us sometimes to realize how much our our physical looks have, have changed. And there's a great deal of, of denial on my part, as it relates to many aspects of, of getting older and your looks changing. But the reality is it's just better to, to, to call a spade a spade, to show how you really look. Who wants to disappoint anybody? My biggest nightmare is somebody meets me on a live podcast and they're like, you're prettier online. I, I just, I don't (laughs) want that for my life. Uh, when there's something in the bio, like bet you can't name 10 active Patriots players. Ew. (laughs) Um, no, but that's being like women or don't know sports. It's kind of rude. And anyone could Google 10 Patriots players. Right. But clearly this person is looking for someone that is a big Patriots fan. So that's just, I don't know. That that to me is funny. <laughs> I think this is good to show the range of subjectivity here. Like yeah, some exactly. things that bother, uh, some people don't bother others. And that's why there's no perfect solution. Mm-hmm. If somebody was like, yo, name 10 Patriots, I'd be like, hey, guy, what's up? Patrick Henry, James Madison, James Monroe. <laughs> I just like John Hancock. Like you, you go in Paul Revere, right? And um, Wait, if that's they funny. don't have U.S. history humor, I'm not yeah. interested. Uh, <laughs> okay, actually, you said a version of this too. Wow, so many more. Not my kids. Another just a gym looking for is Pam. Um, we all like. I think we all know we don't love pics at the gym. Like we get it. I don't. I think we all know we don't love like you know, lifting pics, muscle, like you like, you like a muscly guy, but like, I think there is a way to like, it's obvious what your stature is without you having to show that like, you're like juicing at the gym. Like, I like talking about leg day. I just, I don't know. I think (laughs) it's, it's tricky, you know, but again, there might be a fitness person that likes that, but um, I think it's intimidating to women who, who are healthy and exercise, but don't aren't gym rats. No, but that again goes back to subjectivity, right? Because Yes, while I'm not necessarily a fan of gym picks, there are people that are, and that's totally like that's totally fine because there are a lot of women that will post gym pictures. Like those folks are obviously a great match for each other. Guys who say in bio they don't want you to start with hey, you said that. Mm-hmm. Um, selfies in cars and the cameras just at too low of an angle, and they're just oh. staring at you. Yeah, the I know, angles. I know, but like the, the angles. angles but- how is that not intuitive, Kel? It, it's just the angle. It's not. It's not that that. It's the look that bothers me. It's the angle at which the photo is taken. That is what blows my mind. A lot of people said they hate when people say they're um, politically moderate because that means they just want like they don't want people to like know their affiliation. Yes, I argue some people are moderate, but yes, if you're like a diehard one or one way or the other, you're never going to work out if you don't put just put it down. No, I would argue most people say moderate if they're conservative. Uh, ding, ding, ding. They do. I mean, that's right. No one is going to lie about being liberal. People lie about being conservative. If from my experience, you are so dead on. And I, and I think that that perhaps is, uh, the best tip to know, um, <laughs> like, you know, just in terms of navigating it. 
uh, more New Year's Eve invites. I feel so popular. Guys that are like 30 and still put D1 athlete. Oh, oh, oh. Like former, like they'll say former D1 athlete. <laughs> like, and the thing is, remember my age range is in like up to mid to upper 40s and people still put D1 athlete and it's been 25 years. Do they clarify what sport? No, but it, it's just so funny that they, it's like people really are still, I mean, I had a great time in college, but I don't put like former D3 football manager. Should I though? <laughs> yes. That's hot. Does it, have you ever seen former D2 or D3 athlete? Uh, they don't say D2 or D3. Hmm. Just interesting. interesting. But if, if, but that's how you know the difference because if someone played a D1 sport, then they will specifically say like former D1 athlete. Interesting. Even better is when they match that with a photo taken in 1995. The, um, well, right. And like, you can also kind of see the journey there of their hair part. I really think that we're like really helping people. You know, I, it's, it's like people are going to jump into 2020 with just (laughs) how to to really handle, uh, their own personal (laughs) lives and how to take photos. Well, I feel like the funny thing about this is like, there's really no way to talk about it in a non-venting format, but the reality is it's a frustrating process and you just want to be able to not waste your time. And yes, these are human beings, but in this format, it's kind of like, uh, you know, it, 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 to you, it kind of becomes a thing that is like a source of frustration and you almost, I don't know, group everything together or dehumanize people a bit because you've had one too many negative experiences or you've had your time wasted one too many times. And like, I think that's totally fair too. I think it's an exhausting process and we shouldn't always have to be like, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's whatever. It's fun. It's like, no, you've had to take breaks. I think it's important to take breaks. And I think it's important to like let yourself vent sometimes. And it doesn't mean you're a terrible person. Clearly we have some (laughs) consistencies here. I mean, I'm like blown away way a lot another swipe left if you pile on makeup funny i've never seen that that is pretty rude oh funny okay three different people said that guy so when guys put their height followed by the phrase uh, i guess that matters or apparently that matters do yes. you understand that yeah so <laughs> i think what happens is again guys get jaded too they don't put their height on there they've had one too many women ask them like how tall are you and their first like question. And so then guys become jaded from that, like from that question, like height must matter. The problem is everybody lies. So anybody who lists themselves under 5'10 is lying by probably three or so inches. Anyone between like 5'10 and 6'1 is probably lying by two inches. And then above 6'2, I feel like they're probably pretty truthful. That's a great, yeah, I, I'd say that's pretty dead on, just even in terms of like um, how uh, like you hear people describe themselves versus yeah. how they are in real life. Or like I round up, I'm five, eight and a half. I say five, nine. You know, I want people to still well, think my <laughs> vertical jump for volleyball is there. I mean, I think I'm five, six and three quarters and I forever said five, six. And now I'm like, oh, I should probably say five, seven because that's what I'm closer to. But I'm I may be lying by a quarter inch. Um, when you're three to four inches, that becomes a problem. It, yeah, it's, it's so hard, Kelly. Um, this 
Purse, okay, so I literally just saw my fifth and sixth of, because apparently that matters at the end of height. These are the specific things that I wouldn't know that like you would know that people say all the time. I'm like, that's so funny that they said that. Um, people also will do in terms of lying about numbers is lie about age. So they'll put in the, so that the way that the algorithm works is you put your age range. So let's say, for example, someone puts a 10-year age range, like, you know, I don't know. 30 to 40 is their age range. Guys in their 40s will say that they're 38 to be put in an, in a 30 to 40 age range. But then in the notes, they'll be like, actually, 52, you know, but that they show up in your profile. They hope that you look at them and look at their profile and over, like, it's not a big deal. But that meanwhile, they've lied about their age by 14 years. Okay. I saw that a couple of times. They're like, why are, why are you listed as 38, but you're 25? Yeah. Yeah, like that. Well, the one guy we saw in North Carolina said 38, and then in his descriptor said actually 23, but looking for a more experienced woman. Gross. Ew. Yeah, gross, <laughs> right? Now, what I will see a couple times, here's where I feel bad. Because I do think, right, like for me, I'm almost 37. And so if I see someone over 50, I probably, just because that's a, that's a you know, 13 plus years, is a relatively big gap. And so I'm not going to search for over 50. So it may be cutting out a great guy that literally is missing the mark by a few months. So that's where I say in a way, it's like me being a little judgmental, but at the same time, you know, it's just those huge age gaps, you know, I know it doesn't seem as bad as when you get older, but it still can make a big difference. You know, of course it does. If you're like, there's, I, I can plan, pretend to play the guitar. I can pretend to like football. <laughs> I can't fake my height. I can't fake my age. Yeah. Oh, it's just so silly. But what's also funny though, is sometimes people will list like their height and weight in their profile, <laughs> which I just think is funny. Cause I'm like, can you imagine me listing my height and weight in my profile? My Illinois light driver's <laughs> license can Kelly. I hate it so much. Um, Sorry, yeah, I don't understand when a guy is like, I weigh, you know, 195. I'm like, I don't know what that looks like. I mean, it depends on your height. You do? If I, if I know height and weight, no, I know. No, it's from sports. Yeah. So like if someone, if I know height and weight, you can pretty much like gauge what they maybe good really at, good at carnival. Carnival. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's your I mean, she, she, I'll find out when the next carnival. In town. Somebody else said listing emoji flags of the countries you visited. Mm -hmm. Travel isn't a substitute for personality. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of people are very specifically frustrated with men who have recently been to Southeast Asia. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's because of the tranquilized tiger photos. Yeah. But that brings me to another thing. You know, there are certain rites of passage in, in life uh, for, for any guy. And I guess through dating apps, we have all learned one of those is at one point you catch a huge ass fish, take a photo and use that photo for eternity because everybody is talking about these fish photos. And what's funny is one, of, I have a very attractive picture of my husband holding a fish Ooh. and, um, but it's the last time he fished, which was four years ago. And it's current. So is that considered current? I mean, relative to what I see. So my question is Kelly, you know, I consider myself a bit of a pescatarian. I, if, if it's a fish, if you're holding a fish, I'm fine. I don't like getting into deer territory. Like it's, you know, I know hunting is like 
a hobby for some people and whatever. But I just think like in terms of it being your photo, I just don't really want to see like a carcass. Yeah. Um, how do you feel about that? Because you like a country boy. I do boy. love country boys. I, to me, it's just a matter, again, it goes back to the photo that you choose. Maybe we, I just want to keep my scroll place. I'm terrified and the app's going to okay. cancel You keep out, going, girl. And I'm going to lose my place in these responses. Um, every man seems to have an issue with people standing up and or clapping when planes land. I don't really, I feel like I fly a decent amount. Not that many people do that. And when they do, I assume that they're first time flyers. Yeah. I, yeah. You're right. I used to fly a ton and I know I haven't really seen that a lot. So doesn't bother me. Okay. I just saw like the fifth um, of, I guess there's a question that is, what are you competitive about? And the fifth person says they hate when somebody answers everything. Yeah. Like what, like, isn't it weird? I, I don't know. And I see these multiple times. I'm kind of surprised. So the thing that Bumble started doing, I guess it's been a couple years, but they let you choose the topics that you want to have answer questions to. So instead of there being just a straight bio, you can choose to answer questions like, what are you competitive about? Or like, what are your hobbies? Stuff like that. Um, what oh. up though, is when people choose the one, what's your most recent act of kindness? Because it's a way to humble brag. Oh, yes. Like it's, it's really bad. It's so like the answers are so bad. Like they're, it's like, clearly you chose this because you're trying to showcase that you're a great person and that's great that you are, but do you need to brag about it? No. It's how I feel about, you know, 2005 to 2010 Facebook photo albums of mission trips. <laughs> <laughs> Doing it missionary style. The best. So, okay. This person said that uh, my name isn't Rob, but I don't know how to change it. Yeah. I've had that come up a few times. So what happens is Facebook takes data. I mean, Bumble takes data, I think right from either Facebook or Instagram. So when you signed up, it takes, my understanding is it takes the name that you had when you signed up and some people have like fake profiles. Oh, so it's one, a way to possibly catch people, but two, like if people have Facebook and they don't want people knowing, like I still have my old job posted because I don't want people knowing where I work now. Do you have to put where you work? Um, in some, so like the leak pulls data from LinkedIn, mm. like it, that kind of thing. Yeah. I'd say a general best practice, ladies, should you want to keep your anonymity, is to <laughs> use new photos that you've never used as Facebook photos that are, are not in a, any sort of database yeah. of the internet, because anything that's ever been used on anything else that's public can be identified via Google reverse image search. <laughs> Uh, and people, someone who is good at this yes. often. Yes. Yes. The <laughs> other, uh, uh, thing with that, um, some people said that have like pretty unique first names that they always get Facebooked and LinkedIn. And like, that's annoying too. And like, if I were them, I, I'd probably lie what? about their name. Yeah. Like, cause if you have a location and a unique first name and like a photo, you can probably find people pretty easily. Yeah, but that's crazy to go and request them without ever talking to them. I mean, people are pretty crazy, it sounds yeah, like. Yeah, yikes. Man. <laughs> this, yeah, this person said any mention of working out. Interesting. I really think guys think that girls want it, but I really think that most don't. It's so no, again, it go, like I, I consider myself a relatively healthy person, but it does intimidate me when I see like a ton of gym photos or when people talk about working out a lot. Cause I'm like, Oh, but am, do I, am I, do I live up to that? Like to their expectations? Like I'm already put off 
So then I don't. Right. Yeah. A hundred percent. This person said when someone hasn't deleted their Bumble account when they're in a relationship. Is there any way to tell that? Or just like general that people? I understand that. So I have experience where I was dating someone and then, so I paused my, so you can pause your profile, right? Like you don't have to delete it. You can pause it. And then when this person and I were no longer dating, like he was the first person that I saw on Bumble. And it was funny because he like swore up and down. He never used it. So you can pause your Bumble account without having to delete it. Um, But then it is tricky because the thing is, if like, if you see them on there or if your friend sees them on there, is it because they truly just thought they paused it, but really Uh, go on there? Like it's, you don't know. It's hard. That that must start a lot of uncomfortable conversations too early on in relationships. Exactly. Because it's, think about that. It's an uncomfortable thing. Like, it's not just the like, hey, are we dating? It's like, hey, are, are you going to delete your profile? Like, that's honest to God, a conversation that has to happen. It's a crazy thing. And it's an uncomfortable one. As someone who's brought it up twice, uh, it's an uncomfortable conversation to have. But you also just want to feel secure in your relationship, you know? Well, right. And like, I didn't, I, I wouldn't, I don't necessarily need to like determine the relationship but I would want to know that you weren't like actively going on like first dates because there's a difference between like, you know, seeing people on the side versus like actively pursuing. Right. Right. Meeting randoms. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. Yeah. And it's not like, I, and let me just say this conversation didn't happen like one or two months into the relationship. This conversation these that I've had happened like four or five months into a relationship. Like, like, Hey, what's, are we like all right. the apps or what are we doing? Like, you know, it's, and it's, it's uncomfortable, but you know, it's gotta happen. Travel picks. Yeah. I mean, I, it's a, the travel thing is so funny. Cause like, I think we all like want to like eat well, travel often, but like for the love of God, if you say in your profile, eat well, travel often, you're right. a monster. Oh. Like, well, no, it's like, right. It's funny. But also what's annoying with travel picks is people will post so many pictures of the scenery. You can't actually see what the person looks like. Yeah. It's like, bra. We yeah. get it. It's the Matterhorn. I want to see your jawline. Exactly. <laughs> um, well, and travel is a funny thing too, where I feel like, you know, in a, as a society, I think we're going to inch closer toward people thinking that travel photos are like um, location shaming people who don't travel. Yeah. Because when you actually think about of all the things we get like mad about or that people show off about, like, uh, traveling is such a privilege. Like, yeah, cool. must be nice to eat well, travel often, but like a lot of people have jobs, like a lot of people can't afford it. And like when people kind of give you inspo or like quotes that are like, you're, you know, like you should really be a citizen of the world to be like, you know, interesting or whatever. It's kind of like, everybody wants to be doing that, dude. Like that's, I think most people would like to see things, but like, usually there's a lot of reasons why you can't. And I almost wonder if that's going to fall out of style is, is, is because I think people use it now to show off that they're, they're like, you know, dynamic and interesting and care about other cultures. And they almost use it to seem like, um, in a, a person that's more irreverent than their social media. Um, but when actually it's probably the most indulgent of social media behaviors. Yeah. It's, um, it's, it's an interesting one. Like I've seen, there are a couple profiles that will say something that I've seen that'll say something to the effect of like, you haven't lived unless you visited at least five continents. There's only seven. I will and Antarctica's too. one. 
Exactly. This person said, um, I hate cars. Are you a transformer? Um, you, but you probably like cars. Weren't there like some screenshots you guys took over break? Because I wasn't downstairs when you were going through them. But I feel like there were some uh, interesting ones I wanted to hear about. It, it's like the guy, his second picture was him putting flowers at a gravesite. <gasps> no. You didn't see that? No. Katie, you weren't down there for that? Some background just so you know was the guy said he was a florist. And then in the second picture, it's him putting flowers down at a cemetery under the green tent. Wait, wait okay, sorry. Is it his ex-wife? It's his, wi- no, he's a he's widow? he's a florist. <laughs> <laughs> ask Greg. Is Greg in the room? Go ask him. No. How no, do I, I not have a screenshot of this? I'm so, so mad. Kelly, I'm going to (laughs) pee. Wait, like. (laughs) I can think of a lot of reasons people buy flowers. You could have a picture in front of. It's dark. It's dark. It's dark. It's not that dark because he's the florist. Well, right. But it's just... it means it means business for him. A lot of people said like Snapchat filters and stuff, but I guess Oh. Like I assume guys don't you do like puppy dog no. faces. No, you know what's bad though is that it's the end of 2019 and guys will put their Snapchat username in their profile. I know, and I feel like people that really are holding on to Snapchat with dear life are the major dick pickers of America. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I mean, that's the <laughs> that's only not reason a blanket to use statement. It. I know. And at th- one point it was at least because now I'm at, I'm, uh, I'm probably halfway. And now it's like, it's funny. Like I'm still seeing the same things that I find to be highly specific, but that I guess are pretty common. Um, a lot of people like are frustrated that with like, nieces and nephews which is so funny they're like you're not scoring hot uncle uncle points we get it you're an uncle i think you have kids it's annoying that you have to clarify if they are or aren't yours sometimes they don't clarify like but i again i think that you have to remember that people only have photos in really specific situations especially men and, and kids are one of those situations for sure and that's another big subjective one because someone like me whether it's kids or nieces and nephews, I'd be thrilled to see a picture like that. But I totally get where people are coming from, where it can be confusing. Um, and you just want to know, like, what's the deal with the kids? Two, that some people may not clarify because it's an, it's an easy conversation starter to have. Well, some people might not clarify because 30 girls said they hate when they say not my kid. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to help you. Um there's a Wayne Gretzky quote that every Chicago boys profile has. Is that like you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't yeah. take or is that Michael yeah. Jordan? No, it's, and there's so many of those quotes, but I don't know. I thought Marilyn Monroe said it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Audrey Hepburn. Um, blatantly obvious things like I'm looking for someone nice and honest. I mean, I you don't mean know. Like Meghan Markle. Is he nice? <gasps> is he kind? Is he kind? Oh. I know I kind of wasn't on the Markle sparkle until at that point, because I was like, you did not ask if he was kind. Nobody cares. I mean, you do, but like, also I would assume he wouldn't want to marry me. So I just like kind of enjoyed the dating for as long as it lasted. 
Men on Bumble mansplaining that they cannot message first. Duh, dude, that's a value prop. (laughs) (laughs) Do people do that? Um, Yes. Offering any type of feedback on my photos. Who would do that? (gasps) That's brutal. Asking who's the blonde and when it's clear that my profile, that I'm a redhead. (laughs) Oh, come on. That's disgusting. No, that's... Try to keep up. Oh, my God. That's so Uh, annoying. Oh, so many people say that. Perhaps the douchiest thing I've read yet. Try to keep up. Yes. Keep up with what? Yeah. Keep up with like your adventurous lifestyle. I also think it's annoying when people will be like, I'm super busy, but we'll make time for the right person. Like, well, duh. I feel like the 2020s are going. It's just competition. It's no longer. It's not fitness. It's not looks. It's it's not material things. It's like productivity, busyness. I'm crazier than you. I have less time than you. It's like this. I feel like we're all in this like competition of like, yeah, like everybody's so busy. No one has time for anything. Like you're lucky that if I swipe for you, it's, it's, it is, it's a weird. weird I was talking to somebody about PTAs and how that's an issue too, is like everybody has different commitments, different numbers of kids and how people like, uh, I, this is actually something I want to crowdsource for like a future episode. I want to read like hilariously uncomfortable, awkward, aggressive, like PTA email chains and like anonymously. <laughs> yeah. Um, cause I think similarly to like bachelorette and bridesmaid emails, like things go down in the, in, in the comments and in, in the email chain. And I think that like, um, this was one of my friends who lives out in LA and she was kind of saying that like, if it's complicated because people are always trying to be like, say vaguely, like you do work or you don't work or you do or don't work as much as me, or you do or don't have as many kids as me. And then be like, I'm too busy for this like event. I'm too busy for this day too. And I'm like, Oh my God, the passive aggression would eat me alive. No, that's what it is. It's the passive aggressiveness is out of control. Yeah. I just see myself really not excelling at that, Kelly. (laughs) Like bake, like a bake sale. Like, are you kidding? Like I'd be the person that was like, I don't have time for that. I have a podcast. Ever heard of it? I wrote a book called Twinkle Twinkle Social Media Star. Ever heard of it? Can you you imagine how insufferable it would be to be the influencer mom? Ooh. I feel like people would really not like you. But think about the blog. I mean, that that is an interesting like space to look at things from like the famous bloggers and how right, like their perception. Right. Like, because most people have their anonymity and you make yeah. assumptions. But like, yeah, I don't know. I think about these things sometimes. Well, don't um, worry. If you ever have a bake sale, I'll bake and ship it to you. Thank you. I appreciate that very much. Um, a lot of guys hate slow walkers, but I hate them too. I know. I agree. It's just kind of a weird thing to call people out for. These okay, a lot of I've kind of skipped over some of these because they were more like less about like the profiles and more about the interactions. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I mean, that's another part of it. Wait, hold on one second. Let me just make sure. Um, uh, hold on one second. Okay, this person said dudes stating in their profile that they require a Skype date to verify your appearance before a real date. Uh, ladies don't do that oh gosh almost five years ago or probably five years ago I matched with someone and he was insistent that we talk on FaceTime before meeting in person and we talked on FaceTime and then I never heard from him again 
a few months ago, we matched again and I totally remembered him. And I was like, Hey, don't you remember you FaceTime me? But then you, I guess decided like whatever. And I forget what I said. And then I never heard back from him. <laughs> Did you call him out though? Yes. You should have, um, tricked him into FaceTiming with you again. And then like, you know, done a straight like Samara from the ring, like just crawled out of a well and <laughs> scare the crowd. <laughs> I have the best ideas. Why don't I consult with you on these? I really should. But yeah, I see that quite a bit actually, where people are insistent that to and now Bumble on the app has a video feature. So you don't have to give out which I do appreciate you don't have to give out numbers. You can oh, message are people that. doing that? Yeah. Oh my God. Well I mean, I how guess, else would you face that? But the thing is, it's so, even video can't tell us intentions because look at Caesar and Maria. Maria turned out to be real. And I'm still shocked. I'm, I really love with Jesse, and that's all that matters. If I had more time, I would have recorded a 90 day fiance deep dive with my father. I know that would be so um, funny, but he- I think it would be so funny. And I didn't want to like pressure him into it, but like, I'm, I hope to do it at some point because he has the most knowledge out of anybody. Um, and even just like talking with him over break, like cracked me up. Cause like, I, I never talk about 90 day on this podcast. Cause like, right. it's a little specific, It's very specific, but so funny. I saw a couple that said overplayed jokes. Basic men love to start a debate over the Oxford comma. Yes. Well, how do you feel about the Oxford comma? I have no opinion, but so many people will say, I need to know your stance on the Oxford comma before we can talk. Okay. That like just made me queasy of like a really premeditated quirky thing to say. Yes, exactly. (sighs) I'm worried we're, I'm like still so scarred from bourbon baking Battlestar Galactica <laughs> that like my judgment is off. And I'm like, oh my God, like what I talk about fonts too much. You, you would talk about fonts. But did you see that Ryan Gosling SNL sketch about papyrus? It's so effing funny. No. It's an entire sketch about how he's mad that the Avatar logo is in the font papyrus. <laughs> It's like, it's like That's literally funny. one of the funniest things SNL's done in years, but that again, font humor. I haven't seen it. Maybe two years no, ago. No, I didn't see it. Yeah. As you look, um, people will talk about their, um, either love or addiction to flossing. And I don't know if they mean teeth or the dance. Oh, you know, well, do they like, also list Katy Perry? Like they'll say like dad, like love dad's jokes and then talk about flossing. And in which case I'm just like, well, if you love dad jokes, you're probably talking about the dance. So by dad jokes, do they mean, you know, you're at a rest, you're, you're at a CBK, the, the waitress comes over, asks if you want a water refill. He says, no, thanks. I'm driving. <laughs> what? I think that the, uh, the, the place where dad jokes thrive is at a, chain restaurant joking with the waitress oh yes so like if she tries to refill your water and you say no thanks i'm driving if she (laughs) she asks you how your meal was and she's clearing a clean plate and you're like i hated it (laughs) yeah get a check and you're like what's the damage i just like those are the things that like i don't do Um, but clearly i'm laughing and they i think they're funny It, but because I'm jesting, if would you really laugh if you were sitting across from a guy at dinner and he said, "What's the damage?" Yeah, I think I've just I've heard that enough that 
I hope you would maybe <laughs> temper at least your laughter, Cal. <laughs> I don't know. I, I like a guy that like wants to joke around with the server. You do? Yeah. Okay, that's a funny pet peeve I have. I really don't like server jokesters. Have you been one? A server? Yeah. No, I was a hostess. Um, see, that's the difference between you and oh, I is I worked oh, really hard. Oh, right. So, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> um, and then a lot of complaints about the interactions in terms of um, never actually – like talking constantly, never actually making plans. Oh, it's – yes. It's so frustrating. How do you combat for that? You just – you eventually stop talking. But So you you don't try to – you assume that if they're not actively doing it that – it's not worth you saying something. So 99.9% of the time, I'm the one that asked to meet for a drink. Okay. Because I get tired of the back and forth banter and I would rather just go and meet for a drink or coffee or whatever and see if there's any chemistry whatsoever than waste time talking online. So I literally, like if I have talked with you for like a day and I'm like, oh, I'd be interested. I will ask the person out. I that would drive me insane because trying to do like a quippy, cute banter, it just it takes a lot of energy. With, and th- the thing too is, it's also with multiple people, and it, right, it's, it, it sounds. It, this is going to sound so douchey of me to say, but it's exhausting. Like because it, in my experience, it so rarely works out. Like goes beyond a first date. That, but I would rather have the first date than spend time on my app. Just going back and right. trying to think of good questions because I've had I've had experiences where I've had great conversations on the app, meet in person, nothing to talk about. And I've had experiences where I was iffy on the app, met in person, had a great time. So I would so much rather just go ahead and meet. And if the guy isn't interested in meeting, then I know it's not worth it and I delete the conversation. That That's like a funny thing too. Like, I mean, you know, this is perhaps irrelevant, but in like middle and high school, I would like aim flirt with a lot of people and we would never speak or look at each other in school. Oh No, exactly. There's no, you're actually, that's such a great parallel. Like so many mega hotties loved my personality online, but I couldn't (laughs) form words in person. (laughs) You know, it's like, there's a safety there and it it really doesn't, it doesn't, uh, yeah. But show you anything about chemistry whatsoever the uh this is something i don't like on pillows at home goods but uh apparently it's on bubble profiles too which is saying good vibes only yeah yeah (laughs) lots of profiles (laughs) you know what i would love to do is see i i've just never seen like a large collective of of women's profiles like i'm so curious what these things are but for guys yeah i don't have many friends that are on apps and so i don't have anyone (laughs) to like talk to or know what's normal because most of my friends, you know, thankfully have been married for a while. So it's a strange place to be in. Right. I think too, like the one thing that I've heard guys say is um, like, I think that even though it shouldn't be, some people are really not into astrology. So if you pretty quickly or like, I'm like a double Virgo, like such a Sagittarius. It's kind of like a lot of people might not know what that means. And they might think you're like, you know, I don't know. You have like a labyrinth in your backyard and you're like into witchcraft when really it's just like a common thing, like a lot of people like, but if you're not familiar with it, it might 
these are like the, it's, it's funny. There's like different things that might lead people to believe something that's like totally inaccurate about you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but you're such a Gemini. So you probably don't even understand what I'm saying. <laughs> no, I actually don't. But I, because I don't do astrology, I would not swipe for anyone that talked about it because I wouldn't, that is just not an area that. Yeah. So like, I actually don't really like it because I don't identify with mine. Um, but I also like, I think it's, I should look up what mine means. Well, I also think too, if somebody did know, understand that I'd be like, Oh, that's interesting that like, you're so in touch with your astrological sign. Like I want you to be in touch with like maybe your Enneagram or your MBTI, but I don't know that I need your Zodiac. Right. (laughs) (laughs) But that's pretty specific. We went through quite a bit. It's, you know, you get jaded. Like I said before, you just, people get jaded. It doesn't even with online dating, just with dating in general. And it's hard because like you want to put your best foot out there online without lying. And yeah. I think fine line that people have like struggle with. So I would say the only other pet peeve that maybe we haven't mentioned is back to the guys taking selfies when they take shirtless selfies of themselves laying in bed. It's no. kind of <laughs> like, you know, did anyone else mention that? No, actually, but like, yeah, that is kind of gross. It's like, just stand up. It's it's almost trying to insinuate something sexual that's skeezy. And like, but also is shirtless better or tank top better? They're both bad. That's a would you rather that I simply cannot take on. Or, you know, I I think I'm okay with a respectable t-shirt, but what if they wear jammies? Right. Uh, what if they're wearing a nightshirt like Bob Cratchit? I mean, they're I, like I feel bad. There's so many turnoffs, and they, it makes it sound impossible. But like, right? Yeah, right. No, and that's just it. Like, I don't know. I, I, it's it's one of those things where like I, you know, I always I said this before on the podcast. Like, you can't take things personally when people don't know you personally, and like it isn't. It's impossible to know these people's, you know, hearts and intentions and values. And I'm sure, you know, it's harsh relative to people's character. But it's almost due to that. Because there's a disconnect with any context, personality, redemption of, you know, other qualities. And you only have these pictures to judge them by. It's impossible to not be harsh. Like if, if one of my good guy friends that who I knew his personality and I knew his sense of humor or whatever, did some of these things. Like somebody said they hated a, you know, a a rose in the mouth in the shower photo. And I was like, come again? Like, ew, that's so stupid. But like, I don't know, maybe there's a fun Bobby out there doing that and you would laugh too. And like, it's just, it's so hard to convey uh, any sort of uh, personality or redeeming trait that would qualify or make some of these things charming that are objectively such turnoffs, you know? Yeah. Something's weird with my mic. Um, wait, did you see the, uh, the uh, in the Facebook group? Be there in five's totally casual, breezy Facebook group if you want to join. Um, that photo of that couple with, like, the pants down. No. It's a couple, and it's their wedding photo, and the guy has his oh, yes. pants down. Oh, it's like an ass yes. photo. No, he's, that was so he's not looking, and he's drinking Jack. Yes. His wife is in his wedding dress face in front of crotch like looking impressed the wife is remarkably attractive and has a beautiful dress and like looks great they're they're like an attractive couple but then they had like a caption that was like if you don't understand this photo like i don't know you know it's one of those things like if you hate us you ain't us 
And um, yes. it was the most vulgar wedding photo I've ever yeah. seen. And it, and yeah, it sparked some interesting dialogue. Yes. I found it to be dark and demeaning. Some people thought it to be funny and lighthearted. One person's uh, lie awake at night despair is another person's giggle fest. And for that is why I love the internet. It's very confusing. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I feel like when we were talking to about like uh, uh, earlier when you said, you know, you'll drop kick your phone if there's toilet paper on the counter. Um, I'm just kidding. I know. I but know. actually, I, I, I'm a heartless. Human. I, su- I support. I understand that. Um, but like, I just like a clean household. I, I think that's totally fair. And you like what you like. And that is a big point of contention with couples. But I think like it's a it, it's not dissimilar. I mean, you and I have moved just comical amount, you know, it's between crazy. the two of us. And like, you know, when you, you're on, um, hot pads or like Craigslist, truly or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I want a washer dryer unit. I want outdoor space. I want a doorman. I want a good location. Oh. I want a nice kitchen. I want a garbage disposal. I want a nice maker. And like slowly over time, you whittle it down and your standards completely readjust to the marketplace. And, yes. but then you ultimately yes. find a home that you like really love and can't imagine that you didn't yes. find. You're so right. I really think no, that dating's like finding an apartment in the city. And like I, my friends, most of my friends whose weddings I've been to in the past year who I'm going to met their partners online. They've been doing this for like mm-hmm. eight years. It was a numbers game. They finally met somebody where all of these disparate things aligned and it worked out and it's great. And it's a great way to meet people. And I only say that because I, you shouldn't listen to me because I know that I haven't done it. And like, it's impossible to understand like the exhaustion and frustration, but as I just in talking to people who have wanted me to communicate to people that it really is just the realization of it being a numbers game, trying to take it lightly when it's not working well, pressing forward if, if dating is something you want to do and realizing that like at a point and when it does, you actually meet a great person you connect with um, you just like kind of forget, get it's like a revisionist history like you forget all of that happened and also people look at their profiles now or like that they screenshot and they're like yeah i really had low hopes for this one and it's just like you can't you you know you have your hard and fast you know your, your hard and fast uh qualities uh that are the most important values but also I think that we joke about how picky we are because it's funny um but i think most people have would argue that a lot of their great relationships were people that they maybe wouldn't have picked on paper. No, I think so. And and it's so true. It's just, yeah, you only have your own experience to go off of. And and so that's the question. How do you, yeah. How do you balance it? How do you, yeah. How do you balance it? And to your point of like, as someone who is constantly looking at like where to live, right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, you know, you are flipping through and you're like, I love everything about this. And then they show the front of the house and you're like, oh, you can't live. Right. Like you, but, but, and you're so right. It is just like dating. It's just like, so what are, what really in the long run, what's most important? And I think I do a good job of, it's not that I'm like dating just to date, just to like see what's out there. It is more dating with a purpose, but trying to have more fun with it than I did a few years ago. And so for a while I was so open and now I think I'm just a little bit more reserved with it just because, you know, time is valuable. And according to half the guys on here, like, well, right. And like, if you don't have good vibes and you can't keep up, (laughs) 
then what's the point of being online? What's a cow to do? I want. I need. To I mean, I'm, I'm like four continents short of what most guys need. Kelly, so I think I've only been to two. Like I've been to over right, thirty been to two continents countries, but ha- somehow it's only over two it, it, continents. Yeah. God, I really, uh, you know, sometimes when I'm like, yeah, I've been to Mexico, but like Kelly, I went to Tijuana and I went with my dad. <laughs> I gotta stop telling people I've been to Mexico. <laughs> I, maybe I'll. I'm, I'm going to try to go this year. School. Everyone always. Every time I vacation with people, they always want to go somewhere else because, like, everyone's been to Mexico, and I'm like, yeah, totally, I get it. <laughs> but like, somehow, I've never. I don't know, Kelly. Uh, the, the, the only reason I went is because Dad wanted to teach me how to negotiate with the street vendors. I got a marionette puppet and some jumping beans. Here I am, the biggest fan of tahini, and I'm. Uh, I, I'm, I'm a fraud. I'm, I'm a fraud. You are a fraud. But no, this, you know, this was a blast. I appreciate uh, your your openness and hearing what your viewers, you know, your listeners have to say about online dating. And I think at the end of the day, just keep in mind, it's all subjective. Like I have a hang up with people that have toilet paper rolls on the counter as their front photo. And other people have hang ups with guys that have, you know, sarcasm and other like, quippy little jokes, you know, office quotes in their profile. So we can't, you know, it doesn't matter. I think we should have create a dating app that is called fluent in office jokes (laughs) because they're mostly sarcastic and you know, we can like separate these people out. I am shocked by, um, I I need, I want to like make a, a small outline of these very specific things that people are saying. Cause I think, um, it might be educational to dudes because if mm-hmm. they're thinking that's what people want and it's preventing people from meeting a great guy, you know, just put a little less wanderlust out there. Just a little. Well, I, remember that time I told you I, w- I was only going to keep you on for 30 minutes? Thank oh, you. yeah. When you were like, can I borrow you for 30 max 40 minutes tonight? Yeah, I always try to gauge people's hard stop. And if they're hanging out with me, I just like keep them on because I need material. But I think the other thing that like, I feel like one kind of, uh, you know, white space of the podcast that like, I feel like I can't offer people is um, I I do think so much of uh, the what people want to hear about and talk about is dating and Mm -hmm. I can't offer add a lot of value in that arena. And I know it's not like, ideal to like, you know, go on a podcast and publicly talk about these things, but I appreciate your insight. And I think that when you go through these types of things in a public format, it makes people it's solidarity. Like it makes people feel less oh, crazy yeah. because all these people, like these hundreds of people that sm- submitted these venting things, they're singular people that maybe don't realize that like 25 other people also hate when a guy says, I'm just a gym looking for his pan. <laughs> See, and that doesn't bother me, but I will say if a guy did have like, that's what she said jokes on there, that would be like an office joke that would bother me. I pray that people were, I pray that as a society we're past, that's what she said. No, we're not. We're not past We're not? No, no. Oh, Cal, that's dark. Anyways, no, this has been great. And um, I also just would, you know, since I can take a minute to thank the uh, listeners that have reached out to try and set me up. I so greatly appreciate it. Um, But just because I live in Richmond, that's kind of where my, you know, focus in terms of dating is, but I really appreciate everyone's efforts. It's so kind of you. I think Tim and Albuquerque looks great. You have a lot of potential. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I, I sincerely mean that though. 
No, I, nobody in Albuquerque has reached out. But like, okay. I because I say that because I'm the one who was like, "Hey guys, you have a good candidate? Reach right. out." As if and like then, I could <laughs> sleep with in Seattle, but it's not realistic. But yeah. I mean, yeah, you're the catch of all catches. I think we're all looking well, forward to watching all of this unfold. You know, it's it's we'll see where where 2020 goes. I don't know. I'm hoping I wouldn't mind nothing against Bumble at all. But I, I wouldn't mind if there is another sort of like fun app that gets put out there or just another way to date. Mm-hmm. I, I would I'd be interested to, to try something new, you know, just to to see what's out there. Not triangle, but, you know, try. <laughs> well, if you or any <laughs> listeners out there have a really good idea for an app, um, I can't give you venture capital, but uh, I'll give you ideas in exchange for equity. Because <laughs> I agree. Something's got to change. I don't know what it is. I know. I don't know what it is either. That's why I'm curious. Well, I guess it's time for us to, you know, metaphorically lay the flowers on the grave of this podcast. <laughs> I mean, it, it's just dark. But, you know, again, to, to each their own. To each their own. No, I. you know, I... Uh, I think that's a great picture to put as your second man, photo. Man, 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 yeah, man. Not my kid, not my funeral. Anyway, guys. <laughs> that could be the title of the app. Thank you for your time and uh, openness. You're the best sister in the world. And um, I'll look forward to um, editing this here shortly. And we'll. It'll probably be out tonight or tomorrow. I'm hoping to get it done quickly. If it were 2007, I'd say that's what she said. <laughs> anyway, Cal. Great. Well, thanks, doll. See you soon, Cal. Sounds Bye. good. Bye. All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed that episode. I thought it was fun. I really tried to keep it under two hours, but whatever. I wanted to read as many of y'all's responses as I could, and I know I did a long intro and we talked about Hallmark, and I could cut a lot of this out, but here the Be There in Five podcast, brevity is not the name of the game. We're here for the long haul, the long drive, the sleepless night, and, uh, you know, I just thought it would be fun if we got to spend as much time with Kelly as possible, because I know I sure love spending time with her. And I hope you guys, um, you know, I hope that wasn't too harsh. <laughs> but your responses were just so fascinating and it was uh, too much fun to go through. So anyway, guys, if you don't hear from me, have the happiest new year. And, uh, you know, if New Year's isn't your thing, consider it another day. If if you love to commemorate a decade, I hope you're having a Justin Timberlake 2020 experience theme party. A great Gatsby 20s theme party. A uh, have I known you 20 seconds or 20 years party, JK. That's super specific, but that is a party I would attend. Uh, but anyway, guys, uh, don't forget to go to patreon.com slash be there in five for the interview with my mom, Gilmore Girls Deep Dive, among other fun topics. If you're new here, go back and listen to episodes like Visco Girl Wash Your Face, Bath and Body Jerks. We have really good Under the Influencer episodes. Heather McMahon was on the pod. Um, I love the crossover episode we did with uh, Bad on Paper. Uh, the probably most well-known series are the Mormon Mommy Blogger Deep Dives, where we go into some of the connections between the Mormon church and bloggers, as well as some of their scandals, as well as me diving into my sorority experience and crowdsourcing stories from other peoples that were pretty funny. And also our True Love Waits Deep Dive uh, was uh, definitely one of the more popular ones last year, where we talk about the uh, implications of the purity and true love weights movement of the marketing movement by the Baptist church in the 90s that shamed a generation of young women about sex. Uh, it, it's, you know, good times all around here at the Be There in Five podcast, and we hope you will come back. Uh, 
feel free to join the Facebook group, especially if you want to see that delightful photo I talked about. Uh, you just have to answer all of the questions and uh, we verify a few things on the back end because we're trying to keep it to listeners, but love uh, those of you that are. I would love for you to be in it. And uh, don't forget to rate, subscribe, review, tell a friend. Would mean a lot to me. I'm hoping to grow this in the next year, but even if I didn't, I'd honestly be happy because you guys have been so good to me in the past year. You've been patient, you've been understanding, non judgmental, you've let me experiment, and I just like could not be more grateful for you. And I know everybody's reflecting on 2010, so I'll spare you of that right now, but I, you know, I would um, talk for another three hours if I could. Uh, in terms of how I feel about people, uh, how people reflect on social media, and where is the line of bragging and sharing, you know, you should be proud of your accomplishments. Do I need to hear them in such explicit, specific, quantifiable form? Do I need to hear your starting point that sounds very similar to my point now? Is it inspirational? Kinda. Does it make me feel a smidge behind? You betcha. I'm a monster and I just need to learn to be happy for people, but I think we're only human and these are the things I want to talk about that I just simply ran out of time. But uh, anyway, guys, have a great new year. I love you so much. I'm gonna, we're going to end with a, with a really poignant, important quote by one of the guys on Bumble that reminded me, God, I love this band. God, this music is so good. Well, I don't think this is their best song. It always feels so good to belt out. So hope you enjoy. As always, let me know your thoughts and I will let you know mine. I'll be there in five. I swear. And I don't